The Windsor Greyhounds are at home playing against Wellington Napoleon. Now we go live to the field with play-by-play -play action. Here's Doug Neff and Spencer Edwards. Welcome to uh, Windsor High School. Man, it is going to be a uh, little bit of a cloudy night, but we're going to look like we're going to get a game in as they're getting ready to kick it off here shortly at 7 o'clock. Folks, it's going to be a great game. Windsor or Wellington Napoleon, the the uh, opposing team, the Tigers, are three and two on or two and one on the season, and it is going to be a uh, incredible game. Five and zero, oh, your Windsor Greyhounds as they come into tonight. And Spencer, this is going to uh, be a great game. Of course, they had to get a uh, game last week to kind of fill in because they were supposed to play Slater, but they uh, took care of that and uh, took care of action, took care of work. Now it is back to regular schedule in Wellington Napoleon. Yeah, tough task tonight, certainly for Wellington Napoleon, and no problems last week with South Callaway. Really, one series that was it. Uh, they gave up that touchdown on the opening drive. After that, South Callaway couldn't put together anything. Just another dominant performance by Windsor. Threw the football extremely well. They threw for over 400 yards in the ball game. So it, it was business as usual. And I love the way Coach Vinsel's team is approaching things so far week to week. They know everybody's going to give them their best shot, and they're going to play up to par every week and say, we're not going to give anybody any thoughts of an upset. Well, and one of the things we start to look at with a five with five games into the season, that's the rankings. Uh, Windsor coming into the ball game. They are ranked number four in the state, class one. They are the defending champion. But it is a tough Monroe City, Haytai, and East Buchanan ahead of them this week. Yeah, and that's something I know Coach Vinsel probably like, look, we're not going to worry about the state rankings right now. Uh, we want to be in position where we want to get to by the end of the year and things will fall into place. So that's something you just, if you're Windsor, you need to block out. You know, rankings are going to be what they're going to be. That can all change. We all know that. And they've just got to keep coming out and playing football and, and not playing down, you know, not coming in and saying, well, we're coming up against a team that's got a bad record. We're going to lower our level of play. No, we need to play up to that high standard no matter who we're playing, no matter who the record. And all year long we watched Windsor and the Greyhounds. They are very good. At, they're going to take whatever you're going to give them. If you're going to give them the pass game, try to take away the run, right. they'll take that. If you're going to give them, take away the pass game, give them the run, they're going to take that. If you're just going to give them the short routes, they'll take that. They have done excellent with whatever you give them on the season. Absolutely, Doug. They are about as well-balanced of a high school football team as you're going to see on both sides of the football. Uh, they can throw the ball deep. They've really, I think I was telling Clay a couple weeks ago, they've kind of developed into more of a pass-first team. We know what you know 3-0 can do, Dalton right. Witherspoon. He can run the rock with the best of them, but it's almost more of a down-the-field passing game first, and then we'll set up the run where we kind of thought, I think after me and you did that first game, we thought, well, they may be a little bit more of a run-first team. But bottom line, this team can do both. They can score from any point on the field. The defense has been exceptional. Basically, they've pitched two shutouts the last two weeks because those touchdowns that the other team scored, Midway and Callaway, both came against JV. And both came late in the game. So really, uh, the varsity defense had them shut out. So they're playing good football right now. And I know they want to continue that tonight. Weather is going to be a little bit of a factor. Uh, hopefully it's just going to be some rain. Uh, but that may play into the, the game plan a little bit. You know, both teams may try to run the ball more early if we get some heavy rain. But we'll see. Well, and you know, of course, uh, you and I on the call, but our third member of the team back in studio, the Fry Daddy, is back there, and we are glad to have him along. And uh, Brian does an excellent job back at studio. But uh, 
We're getting ready for a little action here tonight. It is going to be a whole lot of fun. Again, uh, one of the things that you have to look at, Winds are going to have to shut down that running game. That is Wellington Napoleon's uh, forte here tonight. Yeah, it's going to be easier said than done. We know what this uh, run defense is like for Windsor. You know, if Wellington Napoleon can't handle the defensive front tonight for Windsor, it's just going to quite simply be a long night. Uh, I mean, they're, we saw last week with South Callaway, they could not run the football at all. They tried off tackle. They tried toss sweeps. They tried jet sweeps. Nothing was working. And, I mean, this D-line for Windsor is just tough because they have depth. They can move four or five guys in and out. We see Terry. We see Johnson. We see your guy, Marshall Mankiti. Uh, I mean, they just can throw bodies at you. So they have so much depth for a Class 1A team that they're fresh. I mean, they're always fresh no matter who they've got on that D-line. So it makes it really, really hard to run the football on them. Well, I know we've got, they're doing introductions right now for the Windsor Greyhounds as they get ready to come onto the field. And we're going to have a, a coin toss and everything. Um, hello out there to my grandkids. And uh, as we do, or as I try to usually, and uh, that is Hunter and McKenzie and uh, Aiden and Gabe. And my wife back home, glad to have her back there. Got a, you know, I couldn't do what I do without her. The so. Doug Neff fan club it back there. Really, yeah. It's, it, well, I don't know. She just likes to get me out of the house. I oh, well, you so. know. Well, hey, we're going to take a two-minute timeout, and we'll come back for the opening kickoff and the toss. You are listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Storytime is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. In your car, at your office, and on your computer. You're listening to 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. 
Welcome back to Windsor High School. It is the Windsor Greyhounds taking on the Tigers of Wellington, Napoleon, Doug Neff, and Spencer Edwards on the call with you. Brian back in studio. and Cl- or Spence, it is, uh, of course, a uh, one of these games that it could be a trap game because if you take Wellington, Napoleon a little bit too light, they were a force in um, uh, eight-man football, and now they've moved up into the one-man so you could take them a little bit light, and they could come up and sneak up on you. Yeah, that is certainly what Windsor does not want to have happen, and that's what we talk about at the top, You know, not playing down, uh, not giving a team that's certainly overmatched on the field, not giving them any thoughts of hanging around, and that's the problem. You don't want them uh, by the halftime uh, period to think, man, we're still in this game. You know, that's when you want the game to be put away. But, you know, they do have two wins, albeit against, you know, weaker teams in Slater and Lone Jack. Uh, but, you know, they have some wins under their belt. So you have to take that at face value and say, hey, we got to come out here and, and just play our game. If Windsor plays their style of game, they're going to be just fine. Well, it looks like the uh, boys in the white won and deferred to the second half. That means Windsor will get the ball to start the action here tonight. It's been kind of back and forth on that, too, Doug, this year on the coin tosses. Sometimes Windsor will defer when they win the toss. Other times they elect to take it. Uh, This time we'll get to see the high-powered attack out there first. Again, Windsor tonight comes in over 500 yards average of total offense. I mean, that is incredible considering how much they throw the ball. Uh, They really have uh, put up some gaudy numbers so far. Well, you know, we were talking about uh, the opponents, and I looked at the stats for the year for their quarterback. Uh, uh, hang on here. That was number 10, Brady Hughes. Yeah. He's got 128, or 182, excuse me, 182 yards on the season. So um, in passing. Yeah, and that's not bad. Certainly that's kind of more about where you expect most teams uh, to have their quarterback with in yardage, but you've got a Windsor team that obviously, as we know, is an exceptionally talented offensive team. Clearly, uh, the best offensive team, I think, you look at their numbers in the state. Uh, I don't. I know there's some other really good football teams out there in Class 1 again this year, but uh, you just cannot uh, look at Windsor's numbers and think, man, this team is just top flight right now. Well, as they get ready for the kickoff here, and it is for the Windsor Livestock kickoff, it is going left to right. And received down on the far end, J.J. Hall with the ball. He picks it up, goes across the 20, still on his feet, still going to the 25, 30, on his feet, 30, 35, almost to the 40. He is driven out of bounds. A great return by J.J. Hall as he had a problem picking up the uh, ball down on the kickoff. Outstanding return by J.J. Looked like he wasn't going to get much at first, but, man, showing a little wiggle there, broke out of a couple tackles. And this Windsor team already in business here, first drive of the game. Going to be first and 10 for the Greyhounds ball on the 36-yard line here tonight as we get ready for action. And, man, we're always glad to see action when it comes to the Greyhounds here tonight. It is Witherspoon in the backfield. He takes the snap, hands off Dalton with the ball. Dylan, excuse me, with the ball as they go across. And uh, gain on the play. Going to bring up second down, call it seven for the Greyhounds. Just a little off-tackle play, and that's a – play we know Dalton can break at any time uh, just simply right off that right tackle sometimes he'll cut it in sometimes he likes to bounce it outside so that's a play we want to watch throughout the night because they'll come back to that pretty frequently second and seven 
Dillon now in the shotgun. He takes the snap, looks downfield. He finds a receiver, has one open. It's going to be third down, but about one for the Greyhounds. Looking to see who caught that ball. Looks like the 21. Peyton? Yep. Yeah, Peyton. Peyton Witherspoon. Yeah, excellent catch there by Peyton. Had a defender right on his hip and still was able to reel it in, so it puts you in a really third down and about, we'll call it a short two here. A perfect opportunity, though, for Windsor to convert this. Snap. Hands off. It is Dalton, and he is caught in the backfield. Wow. Wellington Napoleon says no go on this one, driven all the way back to the 35-yard line. Yeah, that's you do not see that very often. That's where Dalton tried to cut to the outside, but then when he spun, he realized, oh, man, there's no cutback lane available. So that's just great defense by Wellnap to be able to close that. They had four guys around him, too, to make the play. Looked like they were coming on a blitz, too. Yeah. And they were expecting that. So it's going to be fourth down, call it nine. It looks like the Greyhounds are going to kick on their first uh, possessions. Well, that's a big stand there for Wellington Napoleon. Absolutely. On a third and short, and they drop him for a huge loss. Good snap back, good kick on the way down. Takes a Windsor bounce. Across the 20, down to about the 16, 17-yard line. It will be Wellington Napoleon to uh, start their drive on offense. Yeah, but if you're Wellington Napoleon, you got to say, man, that's a huge victory because, you know, that's a third down and two. That's a down and distance that, as we know, Doug, Windsor converts that about, I'd say, almost 100% of the time. So you just stopped them right there when the averages are going against you. And not only that, but you throw them for a big loss. So now, though, this is going to be the story. Can they do anything with the football? They may stop Windsor a little bit, but is that offense for Wellington Napoleon going to be able to turn that into some points tonight? Brady Hughes, the quarterback, takes the snap, hands off to the back coming through. He is stuck at the line. Short game, call it two. Going to be second down and eight for Wellington Napoleon. Now take that back, nine. Well, that middle, I tell you, Doug, there it is so tough in there. You got Marshall Mankiti and you got Corbin Terry. You know, just trying to run through Marshall is hard enough. When you got to run through both of those guys, uh, man, uh, you just got to feel sorry for these running backs and these uh, opposing offensive linemen going against this defensive front. Second down, Hughes in the backfield. One man in the backfield with him takes a snap, pitches out to the running back, cuts back. No go this time as he gets to about the 24 he has taken down. It's going to be a third down. We're going to call it uh, either a short seven or long seven and short eight uh, for Wellington Napoleon. Yeah, Elijah Owens, big kid, 6'2", 190, a junior. He's their go-to guy, and we're going to see a lot of him uh, tonight, Doug. He really is a smash-mouth runner, and that's the thing with Wellnap. He's kind of their only offensive threat, so it certainly makes it easier to stop, and that's where Windsor put him in a third and long here. Rain falling big time now. Absolutely it is. Looked like a mishandle and fumble. It looks like it's going to be Windsor's ball, and it may have to do with that rain you were just talking about as it is coming down here tonight. Yeah, coming down heavy all of a sudden, and, yeah, there's no doubt that played havoc with the football, and we knew you know, it was going to be a factor in this game for sure, and that was just a botched exchange, so a prime opportunity for Windsor, and that's where Wellnap, you know, if they want to stay in this game, you cannot give Windsor uh, mistakes like that deep in your own territory. Ball inside the 20, hands off to Witherspoon. Witherspoon across the far end, gets up across the 15, almost to the 10, 
We're going to see where he, they mark that ball. It's going to be second down. Call it five for Windsor. Looks like everybody came prepared tonight, Doug. Got their umbrellas <laughs> out, and we are so thankful to be in the booth right now because it is uh, coming down really, really hard. Second down, it is. Witherspoons in the backfield. We talk about spoon-fed. They have been so far. Dalton with the ball. Late delay handoff. Yeah, that play just was slow developing. That was kind of a crackback block there, and it was a little bit late getting over uh, to get the block there by Dusty Johnson, and Hall just kind of ran square into the back of him and just didn't set the timing up that time. So now Windsor here, Doug, in another third down. Uh, we don't see this too often uh, from Windsor facing a couple early third down situations. And Wellington Napoleon with the flag. Looks like they're going to be called offsides. As the uh, quarterback Witherspoon draw them off with a call. Yeah, it's a good, smart play there by Dylan. Changed that snap count up a little bit and got him to bite on it. So that takes you from uh, about a third and long to about a third and uh, two, uh, even deeper in uh, well-nap territory. Although Windsor needs to hurry up, they're down to 10 seconds on the play clock as they come across. Got the snap off, goes deep. He's got man, touchdown, Windsor Greyhounds. Looking to see who it was. Dalton looks like. Dalton Witherspoon, no. Yeah. Yep, Dalton Witherspoon. Yep, the big 3-0, and that ball thrown perfectly by Dylan. Kind of floated a little bit, but, he, you know, he was open. There wasn't any defenders around him. You know, that <laughs> might have been a little bit more dangerous had there been some guys around. But, uh, and, you know, that was not, though, even though Dalton was open, that wasn't an easy catch because it was in the end zone with the rain coming down. And a little high of And a little, pass. exactly. So, uh, nice grab there, big Big early touchdown for Windsor. Swinging gate here as they come across. They're going to take it is Witherspoon now. Dalton looking to pass. Conversion is no good. Going to make it six to nothing in favor of the Greyhounds. Yeah, that was an option pitch. So Dylan pitched it off to Dalton, and then it looked like. Dalton was going to throw it, yep. so it was going to be an option pitch and then a halfback pass, but that's a good job there. Wellington Napoleon took that away, and Dalton had no room to throw the ball. Well, So Windsor, they've struggled a little bit, Doug, last couple weeks on the two-point conversions. They've missed a few of those. So I know uh, Coach Vinsel, he's going to look for that uh, as we move forward here about playoff time, say, hey, we got to get that tightened up. 7.09 left to play in this first quarter. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. You're listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. Kickoff on the uh, 
ensuing kickoff was Mankini, and he got uh, down. Deep kick, deep uh, run, and he was the man that brought him down at the 38-yard line. So Wellington Napoleon with a good starting point. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards here in Windsor, Missouri, and it looks like that rain's starting to ease up just a little bit now, Spencer. Yeah, it's definitely not as bad as it was. Fortunately, uh, knock on wood here, we haven't had any lightning, and we hope that does not occur because they can play through heavy rain. Only thunder and lightning on the field. Is it a keeper by the uh, quarterback? He gets across the 40 to about the 41. So a gain on the play of about three. It's going to be second down and seven for Wellington Napoleon. How about that kick, Doug, from our guy Marshall Benkiti? I think that's the first <laughs> time we've seen the young man kick off this year. And, as you said, he gets down the field and makes the tackle. So you that know, was it's an excellent play. He gets a lot of swing on that leg. Yeah, he does. That was a, an excellent kick. Again, man, it is the big back doing the damage. This time gets up near the 45 to the 44-yard line, but it is going to bring up third down for Wellington Napoleon trying to break into that uh, Windsor defense. Yeah, and, and this is going to be the cat-and-mouse game. You know, Owens, he's a big, strong, impressive-looking running back, but I'm telling you, you can't do it all by yourself. And Wellington Napoleon, they're going to have to find other ways to move the ball, I think, because Windsor knows they got to take – him out of the game plan so these are situations right here these third downs where napoleon's going to have to show can they throw the ball at all well we're about to find out no it's oh. keeper by hughes hughes with the ball keeps on his feet oh he's going to be close looks like they're going to give it to him they're going to mark it just short of the 50 yard line about the 49 and a half it's going to be a first down for wellington napoleon and the tigers yeah, gutsy play call. They went ahead and just ran a draw off the left side. I really thought they were going to put the ball in the air for the first time, but uh, just utilizing their quarterback, Hughes, and he barely was able to move the sticks. They do have a, a big wide receiver to throw to if they do decide to do that, but uh, so far have not done that against the uh, Windsor Greyhounds. And that's kind of how last week we saw with South Callaway. They started out saying we're really going to stick to our game plan. We're going to run, 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 and then you know you get behind two or three scores and you realize at that point you're going to have to put the ball in the air. The big back, the 44. He's got it loose. He breaks that tackle down to the 30, the 20. Still on his feet. He's got a herd of greyhounds around him. They bring him down, but it's going to be first and goal to go for the Tigers. Man, that's a great run by Owens. You see what he can do there. Wow. Man, downhill sledgehammer run that time. Had a stiff arm on Dylan Witherspoon as well. So Wellington, Napoleon, they are in business. Well, the young man, and like you said, he is a wrecking ball. Elijah Owens, 6'2", 190 for Owens. Yeah, he's almost more of a fullback build, Doug, but they line him up as a tailback, and, man, he, he gets coming downhill, and look out. First goal to go, Owens with the ball. He is into about the six-yard line. It's trying to go vertical against this Greyhound defense. But, man, if Wellington Napoleon, you know, if they get more plays like that, shoot, they're not going to have to throw. Uh, we were just talking, you know, when are they going to be forced out of the passing game? And then Owens rips off about a 40-yard run. He is not only big, but he's fast. Yeah, so very fast. It is second down, goal to go for the Tigers. See if the Greyhound defense can hold here. Owen in the backfield. Hughes looks in, in shotgun, takes a snap, direct snap, as it is a handoff to the running back coming around. Nice play. And he is brought down. See if that was a loss of yardage, but no, but no gain of yards. 
So just about uh, got back to that line of scrimmage. Third down. <laughs> That's a great play by Dalton Witherspoon. Coming from the backside, outside linebacker spot, just ran him down. I mean, that was covering a lot of ground to make that play. That's a big play, too, because it puts him in a third down and goal now. Well, Dalton Weatherspoon, of course, a state champion in track. Showed his speed right there. Absolutely. Third down, goal to go. Now they're trying to spread the defense out as it twin receivers to the near side. One man in the backfield and a timeout called by Wellington Napoleon as they had two seconds left on that play clock here tonight. Yeah, very close to a delay of game, so good uh, catch there by their coach, uh, Andy Hampton, taking the timeout. And they know this is a big play. Obviously, they'll probably fool her down territory. If they get stopped here, I would say they're going to go for it on fourth and goal. Uh, you know, you get a big – you have to take chances against Windsor, and you have to gamble a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you've got to hold them – this time and another. Well, this time, speaking of this time, the rain has stopped here in Windsor, so that is a good thing. But it is still uh, had come down quite a bit. You got a little bit of a wet field, wet conditions, so that we're going to see how that's going to play into it. Yeah, that field's going to stay wet for most of the game, so I, I would look for ball security to still be an issue as we go along here tonight. Of course, you are listening to uh, Windsor Greyhound High School Football Action on 95.3 KDKD, a Ra- Clinton, Missouri, a Radford Communication Station. We're glad to have you along here. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call from right here in Windsor, Missouri. 5-0, the Windsor Greyhounds on the season. I'm trying to make it 6-0 as they are up 6-0. It is third down. Now in the shotgun, Windsor Napoleon. Oh, it's tipped oh. and intercepted. Oh. Off the hands of the receiver. And it was a little bit of a high pass, but off the hands of the receiver and right into the hands of Dalton Witherspoon. Wow. So two now major fumbles for Wellington Napoleon. They put the ball on the ground on the first series, and right there they're in the red zone. Big play and just got tipped. And I think, again, that was a slick football. It goes off the receiver's hands. Great play by Dylan Witherspoon to get the pick off the tip. Well, a definitely high pass. Yeah. I don't know if he thought he was going to have less time than what he did. But it is the Greyhounds deep in their own territory as they come across Witherspoon with the ball. He fights for uh, yardage, gets up to about the nine, stays in bounds. It's going to bring up second down. Gain of, we're going to see where they're going to mark it, a gain of about three. It's going to be second and seven. And right now, you know, the Tigers are doing a pretty good job on Dalton. I mean, they're flying to the football. You've got four or five guys around the play. So, you know, Dalton has not been able to get free yet. You know, he's even been stopped for a couple losses. So they've done as good a job as you can do on 3-0 so far. Oh, and the running back is on the line. as it oh. Tipped ball. It is intercepted into the end zone. Wellington Napoleon. Wow. Off the hands of 21, Peyton Witherspoon. Yep, right off of Peyton's hands. Again, just slick football, and right there, jolly on the spot, Trotter Hughes and a pick six. Wow. Trotter Hughes, the three, and uh, he may be one he was of those. trotting to the end zone there. <laughs> he did. He is their main wide receiver, and uh, he did show he's got great hands as he took that tip and into the end zone he went. Now for the extra point, Wellington Napoleon. Looking to see a little bit of a whistle. Oh, wanting a new ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking for a drive. Hey, the official can't even catch it. It's so slick. Say. 
Yeah, I, I tell you what, Doug, it, it's going to be tough to catch the football. You know, the rain kind of, it's not real hard now, but it's still kind of coming down a little bit, and it's just going to be really, really tough. Uh, to You just got to look that football all the way in on nights like tonight. And now set up for the extra point. Snap is up. It is blocked. That's the same play that got them into the state championship last year. And there, they ran it again to perfection. So it is a tie ball game in this first quarter. 6-6, six to six, 224 left to play. 60-second timeout from right here in Windsor, Missouri. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. And welcome back to Windsor, Missouri. Kicking off Wellington Napoleon and the Tigers. 6-6 is the score. Deep kick, good kick. It is J.J. Hall. Hall brings it up across the 30, still on his feet. As they wrestle with him, trying to knock it down. Gets down about the 34-yard line. Going to be first and 10 for the Greyhounds here tonight. Yeah, big series here for the Greyhounds. Just got to put that last one behind you. Uh, you know, slick football tonight, you're going to have things like that happen. Uh, the important thing is here, though, you got to get the running game going. You know, we've seen now two series where they've stopped Dalton Witherspoon. So, uh, you know, a little bit concerning there. And it, just in terms of a game where you may have to run the ball more tonight because of the field conditions. But, you know, we know Dalton, you know, the all-state caliber athlete he is, he's going to get going here sooner or later. Direct snap, Witherspoon, he gets the ball, still on his feet. Comes across the 45, almost to the 54. He is driven out of bounds. Great run by the Greyhounds. Late hanky came out there too, Doug. I don't know, this may be some kind of a personal foul as well. Uh, I'm going to guess an unnecessary roughness. Yep. But against who may be the question. Yeah, exactly. I'm guessing it may be a personal foul, possibly on Wellington Napoleon as they were driving Dalton Witherspoon out of bounds over there on the far side. That's kind of in the area you figured it would be. Looks like they're looking to mark it off against the Greyhounds. Yeah, having a conference here, so we'll see. But that was a great run by Dalton. He basically outran five guys that time. He just turned on the Jets and said, look, I'm just taking this around the corner myself. And so, yeah, kind of odd here that we'd have this long of a conference. We got up. They're going to wave it off. Oh, yep. So they pick it up. And uh, still a first down, though, for Windsor. First and ten for the Greyhounds right at the midfield stripe. Again, Greyhounds on, dressed all in black, going right to left on as we watch it on your radio dial here tonight. It is first and ten. Snap is away. Oh, snap. And, oh, and a bad snap. Looks like Greyhounds fell on it. That was the 18. 
recovering the fumble, but uh, man, lucky for the Greyhounds. Yeah, that's good job by J.J. that time, just falling on the football. Almost uh, another disaster for Windsor right there. But he, everybody's just got to have those gloves wiped off tonight, man, because this wet football, it's already causing a lot of havoc in this game. Already seen three turnovers in the ball game. Loss on the play, second down, call it 11. Another and one. again, another one, and this is Dalton, or Dylan Witherspoon, and he kept it, tried to get outside, no go. Wellington Napoleon came and found him. Yeah, and I, I was kind of watching Dylan there, and it, from here it didn't really look like there was anything too bad with that snap, but I saw Dylan move his hand up, almost like he said, hey, get the snap up a little bit higher. Uh, and so that's something with it being a wetter football. Sometimes the quarterback wants that ball up higher in case he does drop it. He's got more leeway there. Or if it's lower, you've already got to dig it out of the wet grass, so it makes it harder. It is third down long now. It is Witherspoon in the shotgun. He's back. He finds. He's got a receiver. It is caught. Oh, wow. Reception and a great reception by the 18 this time. Check that. No, that's Dalton. Yeah. Dalton Witherspoon with the catch as he was in the air on his back and going down as he caught that ball. And he was covered by two defenders, but still a great shot. Oh, man. Put that on Sports Center top 10 plays right there. That was an unbelievable catch uh, right over the top of two defenders. Huge play. Witherspoon. Now the pitch out to Dalton, but he is caught from behind. Down to 25 as it was first and 10 from the 18. Now it's going to be second and uh, 17 from the 30. Well, that's a great play by Elijah Owens, their big running back, also a very good defensive player out there at defensive end. And, boy, he came in the backfield, and he was out there in a hurry. That's going to end the first quarter. And your score, 6-6 all. Between Wellington, Napoleon, and the Greyhounds, we're going to take a 60-second timeout. You are listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. And welcome back to second quarter action here tonight. 6-6 is the score from Windsor. The Greyhounds and Wellington Napoleon and the Tigers tied up. With the call, Spencer Edwards. Hey, thank you very much, Doug. Interesting ball game so far. All knotted up. So Wellington Napoleon, you know, as we said, we knew teams were going to come in and give Windsor their best shot this year. And right now, you know, Wellington Napoleon saying, hey, these are the defending state champs. We're going to come in here to your house. And after a quarter, all tied. So this is the closest it's been for Windsor. 
Uh, usually they've been able to establish control these last three or four games. They're up by two scores by now, but not tonight. So back to the air they go. Quick pass out in the flat. Caught by Dalton Witherspoon on the right side. Able to turn the corner. Gets up over the 20. Down to about the 15. Little rocket screen out to the near flat. He did a great job hurdling the defender and keeping from getting tackled in the backfield as one of the Wellington Napoleon Tigers was back there. But uh, great gain, so it got it up to about the original line of scrimmage, third down and ten. Just had a great catch earlier in this series by Dalton on a 50-yard bomb. So here we go, third down and 11 from the 19. Dylan drifts back to pass, rolling out right now, flush back out to the left. Gets a block there from Terry. Gets hit as he throws, throws oh. it up for grabs, and it's picked off down at the goal line. Intercepted by Mason Fisher. Flag comes out as well, and it's all the way back at about the 31. So this is going to be an interesting call. Boy, Dylan got nailed as he threw that football, so I don't know here. We may get possibly a roughing the passer. Well, I'd say a holding against Windsor or an ineligible receiver. We'll find out. So the official... Coming back to the middle of the field. Well, he's going to go get his flag, I guess. I thought he was going to make the call. Oh, it is roughing the passer. Yeah, so they called that roughing the passer on Wellington Napoleon. Wow. So a huge call there. Wipes away the interception by Wellington Napoleon. As Dylan, man, that ball was just thrown up for grabs as he took a shot. And the official thought he... Put a little too much on the hit. So third down and a yard now. Boy, that changes everything in a hurry as they've moved the ball now down to the nine-yard line after the penalty. So that was almost the second Windsor interception. First down goal to go now at the nine. Yeah, they just changed it to first down. Man, so that changes everything. And Windsor gets a big break there. Now can they break this tie? And turn it into a touchdown. So first down and goal. Witherspoon comes up under center. Hall in the backfield. They're going to give it off the right side to Dalton. Angling right. Looking for the corner. Down to the two. And he is in there for the touchdown. Wow. He just hit the corner as he was being pursued by half of the defense of Wellington Napoleon to no avail. Yeah, he turned on those jets again and found that extra burst. So Dalton Witherspoon gives Windsor the lead back at 12-6 with 11-13 to go here in the first half on a seven-yard run. Well, it's good to see that shoulder is doing well for Dalton Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, that happened in week three up at University Academy and did not play most of that game, but has bounced back and is in midseason form. So Windsor will go for two. They got twins to the left, one wide receiver to the right, and Hall fumbles the football on the handoff and just has to fall on it back at the 10-yard line. So, again, Windsor comes up empty. That's the second time they've missed the two-point conversion, and it keeps it at a 12-6 ball game with 11-13 left to go before the half. We'll be back in 60 with a kick. You're listening to Windsor Football right here on KDKD. Bricks Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. 
extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff, back with you here at David Powell Memorial Field here on a rainy night. Week 6 action as the Tigers return the kick after the Windsor touchdown as Hughes brings it up over the 35 to about the 36. So the rain had subsided a little bit, but it's picked back up out there now, and it has played havoc on this game so far tonight. Doug Neff, three turnovers. We've seen a pick six for Windsor uh, that was off of a, a drop pass. And that was the only score for Wellington Napoleon. But, man, how big was that roughing the passer call on Wellington Napoleon? They had picked it off. It was going to be their ball at the two. Instead, roughing the passer, first down and goal Windsor. One play later, a touchdown. And rain starting to fall again here in Windsor, Missouri. So the Tigers, can they answer? They go back to the big boy, Owens, the big tailback, and hammers his way for a short gain, maybe a yard there on first down. But just one pass tonight for Wellington Napoleon, that's it. Everything else has been on the ground. So they've stuck with this game plan so far. And right now, with it still being a close game, Windsor hasn't brought them out of that yet. Yeah, Marshall Mankini not in on this uh, on this defensive stand for the uh, Greyhounds. Second down and eight for the Tigers. Trotter Hughes in motion from right to left out of the shotgun. They'll hand it off, and Owen slips right at the 40-yard line and goes down. So gains maybe two on the play. Sets up a third down here for Wellnap. Yeah, he went to go plant to make a turn, and his foot came out from underneath him. Yeah, planting is going to be pretty <laughs> pretty hard to do tonight. Of course, this is a, a grass field up here at Windsor as opposed to the sprint turf, which a lot of schools have now. But, you know, on a night like tonight, you know, sprint turf is going to get pretty wet too. But uh, you, you do have a little bit more stability on that surface. So here we go, big play, third and seven. Roll out bootleg, rolling to his right. Hughes lets it go late on the pass, and is it intercepted? Possibly, but was it in bounds when it was picked off? Windsor says they have it. No signal yet. I look like, I, I wonder if it was a reception. And now, oh my, are they going to call that a catch by Wellington? No, incomplete. Okay. Incomplete pass. And Windsor, it looked for a moment, Peyton Witherspoon had possession of the ball and might have picked that off, but it falls to the ground incomplete. So fourth down and seven, ball at the 40, and Wellington Napoleon is in punt formation here. 9.44 to go in the first half. 12-6, Windsor on top. Now we got flags from both sides here. And this is going back. Flags going against Wellington Napoleon, five yards. Be a false start on the Tigers. Back to the 35 to punt this ball. Not necessarily a bad thing in punt formation. Right, exactly. Yeah, that certainly kind of gives your punter more room. And this is the first punt tonight by Wellington Napoleon. Fisher gets a bad snap, has to pick that up, and then punts the ball, gets hit late. Oh, and he's down. He appears to be injured, but flags, or there was a whistle right as the snap happened. Well, it looked like that uh, the defender got a hand on that snap on that kick. 
Yeah, the snap was low, but the question is now, I don't know what they called, Doug, because there was never a flag thrown, was there? there? But there was whistles. Maybe there was a timeout called. And Wellington Napoleon, they thought it should have been roughing the punter as well. We'll see what the uh, men in the white have to say. Yeah, they are uh, looking pretty confused right now, but they are walking back another five. So I'm Ball guessing we, yeah, is he going to make a signal here or not? Yep. Umpire. No. Okay, well, they're going to call They're going to call the punter down on that. They're going to say that he was down, okay. fumbled the snap, and then had to fall on it, the punter. And so, man, that's a major break for Windsor because Windsor's going to get the ball. Which makes sense. It was a bad snap. He almost had right. to go to his knees to get that. Oh, he did. Once he, he went to his knees, right. he was down. Yeah, once his knee touched the ground. But then, well, Nab, they tried to argue that he was roughed on that. And there was some contact, but no call. Here's J.J. Hall on the carry on first down and 10. Gets around the corner over the 20 down to about the 15 on the toss sweep. Looked like uh, the defender almost got by with a horse collar from yeah, behind. Definitely. But that's a nine-yard gain for J.J., so brings up second down and one. So, so far, the breaks are going Windsor's way. Had that big roughing, the passer penalty, which wiped away a Wellington-Napoleon interception, and now they said the punter was down on a fumbled snap. There's the give back to 3-0. That's Dalton Witherspoon breaks it out over the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Windsor. Put another one on the board. As we say every week with Windsor, they are being spoon-fed here tonight. It looks like the Greyhounds have got their mojo back to working, and it is Greyhound football. That's right, and as soon as you make mistakes, boy, they take advantage of it. Dalton Witherspoon has all three Windsor touchdowns in the ball game, as, as Doug has trademarked it. Spoon-fed, that is indeed happening again here tonight. So he's got one receiving and two rushing, and now they'll go for two. This has been a problem, though, tonight. As they're 0 for 2 on the two-point conversions, they run the swinging gate set. As they direct snap it to Dillon, follows in behind the center, and that time it's good. That one made things look pretty easy there, right in behind that center. Windsor now with their mojo. Can't believe that swinging gate. Sometimes that works, and sometimes it's like, what in the world yeah, are they it's, thinking? It's like, why didn't they run that set previously as opposed to trying to maybe overthink it a little bit? On the previous two. So Windsor now pushing the lead out a little bit. 20-6, to 8.58 to go here in the first half. We'll be back in 60 with a kick after this. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time Time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs 
Back here in Windsor, just had a penalty on the kickoff here, and it was a false start on Windsor, so they will move back to the 35 now to kick this ball off after the third touchdown score of the night for Dalton Witherspoon, the All-State running back, All-State track star, and Windsor now up a couple touchdowns here with 8.58 to go. And that one's set up by a fumbled punt where they marked Hughes down back deep in Windsor territory wow. and a play later they turn it into a touchdown and here another slip and fall oh. as Hughes catches the kick but then falls immediately right at about the 15-yard line just the wet field taking over right now. Trotter Hughes, the big wide, the little wide receiver for the uh, Wellington Napoleon Tigers and he was down deep. Man, great kick by uh, Greyhounds and uh, they drove him back a little farther than they thought. He went to go set and he just went down. This wet condition is making a big difference. Yeah, big kick there by Dylan. So we've seen Mankiti with a nice kick tonight, and then Dylan putting a nice leg into that one. So now Wellington Napoleon, can they stay in this game? As this is a danger point for them, they really have to come up with some points. First down and 10 as they start from their own 15 out of the shotgun. They'll hand it off left side. Owens, nowhere to go, right into a wall. Of Windsor defenders, no game. Yeah, probably even a loss on the play as they drive him back all the way to the five. Peyton Witherspoon leading the charge there defensively for Windsor. Somebody's been watching tape. They knew this kid was going to be coming. Yeah, I mean he's really the guy you got to stop. And you know he had that one long run, but since then he's been pretty quiet. And he's going to come out of the ball game. I think you have to by rule if you lose your helmet. So that's a huge loss, loss of seven. And it brings up a second down and 17 for the Tigers. And this is a great chance here for Windsor to pin the ears back, maybe get a safety, really dangerous part of the field to be operating for Wellington Napoleon. Now we got whistles and timeout taken by the Tigers. So we'll go ahead and pause as well. We'll take a 30-second timeout, 8.07 to go here in the first half. Windsor on top. 20 to 6 back after this on Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject the State Farm underwriting requirements. Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff back with you here from David Powell Memorial Field. Brian Fry back at the studios tonight in Clinton. Already week six, Doug. We're going to be talking about districts a little bit, I think, at halftime. Kind of break that down. You've got the district standings and the state rankings as well. So We're also going to get to talk to Brad Forrest. Brad Forrest, our good buddy coming over, the athletic director here at Windsor. He was a little busy last week. Uh, We didn't get a chance to visit with him because of homecoming, but uh, hopefully he'll be able to swing by here tonight. He was a little worried about the the weather. He was wanting to look at your radar, see what the weather situation was before the game. They kind of worried everybody by saying, hey, we may need to evacuate. (laughs) Everybody kind of got up and left. No, no, not now. They said possibly you may have to go into the building. Here's a disaster and a safety. Yep. A safety as Hughes Rolling out the quarterback, nowhere to go, couldn't throw it away, and it looks like they did get him sacked in the end zone. So that should be 
a safety, or did he just barely get out? No, I think that was two. We're going to see if they're going to mark it or what. Well, there it is. Yep, they just gave the official call. So it is a safety. Did not see who got the sack there, Doug. I think that might have been Dalton, though. Well, I think it was either 58 or 59. Oh, okay. So either Johnson or Terry. I think they were both around the play. So that's where you just had a feeling that that might be coming. That was such a dangerous area for Wellington Napoleon to have to operate. And, you know, they knew they had to go to the air third and long. Didn't work out so well. So now the Tigers will punt the ball back to Windsor. Actually, I think they do get a chance to just kick it in high school. NFL and college, you have to punt after a safety. I think you kick from the Yeah, I think you do. Is it the 25? Yeah, so they will be able to do that in a regular kicking formation. But, man, things have gone south in a hurry here for Wellnap. It just seemed like just a few minutes ago this was a 6-6 game, and now you look up and it's 22-6. Yeah, that second quarter, you took over the call, and all of a sudden they went to town. Yeah, we went from a 6-6 tie, and then, boom, it just uh, flipped completely. And, really, it's been because of just some major mistakes for Wellington Napoleon. The safety, the fumbled punt, uh the roughing the passer call, and it's just kind of spiraled on them here. So Windsor's going to be able to get this ball right back. Still plenty of time before the half as well. 7.54 to go. Well, and it's the same thing we said, that uh, Windsor is great about taking advantage of whatever you're going to give them. So Fisher will have to kick off from the 20. Windsor going to Put a couple guys back deep. Looks like Peyton Witherspoon back along with J.J. Hall. And going to get an opportunity here for a good return. Pretty decent kick. Going to take a little bit of an in-between hop, and it's fumbled at the 25 by Peyton. Picks it up, though. Has room over the 30, 35, 40. And good return for Peyton up to about the 45. Looked like he was going to lose it there, and it almost rolled behind him, but fumbled it, but kept it in front at least and still allowed him to get that full head of steam up the field on the return. So Windsor will take over, first down and 10. Looks like they're going to give him about the 44-yard line for the line of scrimmage here. Greyhounds will be back on the road next Friday. We'll be up at Cole Camp. So they had the three-game road swing, two home games here, and then back on the road. Then I think it's home, road, home, to close out the season as they go on the ground, handoff on first and 10 to Peyton Witherspoon, and he stopped at the 46, gain of two. Well, last game is going to be up in Lee Summit, Missouri, I know. So Yeah, that's St. Michael's. Is, Michael's. Uh, and we do have the Thursday game coming up. We'll remind folks a couple times, uh, certainly, but that'll be not next week, but the following week will be a Thursday night game at home against Tipton. Yeah, the Cardinals coming to uh, Windsor. And, the you know, great team, Tipton Cardinals. We're going to see what the uh, Greyhounds are made of that night. Second down and eight from the 46 for Windsor. Four wide receivers out of the shotgun. Dylan Witherspoon flushed out, fires the pass, and it's a little bit underthrown and almost making a sliding catch is Trotter Hughes. Are they going to give this to him? Oh, man. Oh, and Coach Vinsel. Coach Vinsel is irate, and I, I think it clearly bounced. It clearly bounced, Doug. And not only that, but was he in bounds? Well, Oh, I think that's the problem. And the problem was, too, the man in the stripes took a little while to make that call. 
he didn't. Exactly. Went right on that call. Exactly. That, didn't help. that did not help. And Coach Vinsel had his off. Not happy with that call. He came sprinting down the sideline, and he is still arguing with the official. But and I, I think it clearly hit. And like you said, he took a long time to decide. It was a great effort by Trotter Hughes. Oh, but absolutely. A great effort. But you just, I, I do not think he had possession, nor was he in bounds, as it really looked like it hit. As uh, the head official trying to calm Coach Vinsel down a little bit. But that's one of those, just got to put it behind you. And, you know, high school officials, they don't have the luxury of replay, you know, and that's one of those catch-22s. It's a bang-bang play, and sometimes they just miss it. And you can't go back and look at it, though. Well, it's going to be first and 10 for Wellington Napoleon. That's not going to change, I don't think. Nope. So the second interception tonight for Dylan Witherspoon, and really uh, almost the third if you factored back that one that was waved off after the penalty. But now we're going to have a timeout here by whom? Somebody going to take a timeout. Looks like Wellington Napoleon will talk it over. So the... Tigers will have the ball first down and 10 from their own 40 when we come back. Seven minutes to go here in the first half. We'll be back in 30 seconds after this. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. And welcome back to uh, Windsor, Missouri. It is, uh, let's see, 22 to 6, seven minutes left to play in the second quarter. There's still conference in Spencer. Yeah, it's been a long conference. They had a discussion with Coach Vinsel, who was not happy about that last call. Now they're out talking with Coach Hampton, the head coach for Wellington Napoleon. But just had a, an interception that was a questionable call. To put it mildly, they said that Hughes was able to make a sliding pick, and it is still Wellington Napoleon yeah. football. But hey, you know, if your Windsor gets their crowd fired up, say, hey, let's go get it back. You know, they haven't shown they can do anything with it. And the thing with, as the man's men in stripes, you've got to make the call, and then you got to stand by it. Right. It is what it is. Yeah, I think that that was the other part of that, as you said, the fact that it was late. You got to be assertive. Uh, it, it made it a little worse. So here we go on first and ten. They give it to Owens, and he pounds his way up over the forty to about the forty-two and a half. So One thing about it, Spence, this should fire up that defense right, here tonight. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. That could light a, a spark, and you know you're kind of cruising along. You've opened it up a little bit. You know you need a little extra motivation sometimes, and that could be what happens here. Uh, if you remember when we were doing the coverage last year on the march and Marionville was here, it was a late hit, and that yeah. fired them up. And yes. Man, it yeah. was all game from there. Good memory, man. That's That was a good call there. So second down and eight from the 42. Here's Owens off left tackle. Got a hole this time, and he's got a first down up over midfield. Takes it into Windsor territory to the Greyhound 49. So move the sticks, gain of 11 for Elijah Owens. Man, I'll tell you what, that big back back there, 
And the only one that really matches with him head-to-head would be Marshall Mankini. Of course, Mankini a little bit bigger, but it's going to be a collision if the two of them get together. Oh, man, it is. He is just one of them big, bruising tailbacks for sure. So first down at 10 at the 49. Wellington-Napoleon, they've been shut out since the first quarter, and they have not actually scored an offensive touchdown yet. Remember that touchdown was a pick six way back in the first quarter as Owens gets the call here again. Short gain up over the 48, down to about the 46. Make it the 47-yard line. Well, now the Tigers have decided they're going to have to ride Owens down uh, the field and with his wet conditions, just hand that ball off. They have only thrown, to my count, Doug Neff, two passes the entire game and one of which was nearly picked. So yep. second down and eight at the 47, ball on the left hash. They're going to have two tailbacks tight to the formation on the right side, one of which is Owens. Wide receiver split to both sides, just a straight draw here right up the gut for Fisher, and he's got a lane up over the 40 to the 34. So a little burst there on the draw will give the Tigers a first down, gain of 13. Great job. That was a 12 of Mason Fisher. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, he did a direct snap right to him and an incredible job right through the gut. Yeah, nothing fancy, just right in behind the center and goes for big yards. Is Making the stop for Windsor was the 22 of Elijah McDonald. So it brings up a new set of downs here, Wellington Napoleon. A little rhythm on this drive, but can they turn it into a touchdown? Wide receiver splits to both sides out of shotgun. Owens gets the handoff off the left. Has the 30. The 25-20 down to the 17. Another chunk play as they're ripping them off right now. And another first down for the Tigers. Gain of 15 to move the sticks. So Windsor's defense back on their heels here a little bit. After the interception by Wellington Napoleon. That's why they have this ball back on what was a interesting call. Yeah. But uh, that is uh, ancient history right now, coming up on four minutes left here before the half. Sure love to see that on a replay. I would too. Yeah, definitely. And Windsor leading it 22-6. to This was a 6-6 game at the end of the first quarter. Here's a handoff up the middle, back to the big boy. Owens pounds up over the 15, down to the 13. So yeah, they they're getting four, that time. four or five yards, Doug, right now. Like carry. Yeah, but again, I mean, he's right in that gut, and it's not a yep. not a question of what they're going to do. It's where they're going to do it. Brings up second down and five. Ball at the Windsor 14, and they'll put this down in the middle of the field. Had some heavy rain early in the first quarter, but it looks like it's pretty much completely stopped right now as the umbrellas were out first time this year. So split wide receiver set, empty backfield this time as they direct snap it. Fisher fumbles the ball. He fumbles it up in the air. It's loose, and Windsor's got it. The football gods shine down on Windsor. (laughs) Got a bad call? Hey, the ball usually bounces your way the second time. Man, I tell you what, and I don't know if that was intentional. He was trying to pitch to somebody as like a forward pass or if he just lost the handle on it. But either way, it looked like Terry came in from behind and grabbed him, and uh, I don't think he was expecting that at all. Ball just went straight up in the air, and the Greyhounds recover. So four turnovers now for Wellington Napoleon. That is not a recipe for success at all, particularly against Windsor. The... Number five team in the state as they hand it off here off the right. This will be Hall, 
And short gain on the play to the 15, or number four team in the state, I yeah. should say. Doug caught me on that one. I was going to say. They yeah, I don't want to. Depends on which poll you're Right, looking. that's true. Yeah, we don't want to cheat them out of uh, a spot. But there are various polls for sure. And we were talking a little bit. We have to ask Brad about that at halftime. That would be a good discussion about who's got the better poll for sure. Well, Brad and I were talking about the coaches' polls. Got them number one. Right. Yeah, there's coaches' poll, and then there's various others. And then here's a handoff up the middle. Peyton, short gain on the play. Inside run there, and a gain of a yard. Didn't gain anything on the previous play, so that was a second down and nine. And now it'll be third down and nine to go for Windsor. Wow. So this may be a quick three and out. Look out, Doug. We may get a, a football thrown at us. They're throwing uh, – the cheerleaders are throwing out pink footballs here for – uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They've got the pink balloons out there and uh, some folks wearing pink tonight in honor of that. Here's a pass over the middle, and it's caught at the 25. Here's Dalton Still on feet. and he breaks it free down the side. Oh, and he stepped out of bounds. Stepped out of bounds, oh, at the 36. Boy, and he was wanting that back, man. He ran out of real estate. He knew it, too. Yeah, he was going so fast, he just kind of lost where he was at. Still a big gain, though. So a gain of about 29 on third down and nine. Windsor gets the first down easily on the big pass play. Just Does to stop the clock. That's the only nice thing. Right. So that was an over-the-middle seam route run to perfection. So now the clock becoming a little bit of a factor here. A minute 50 to go before the half, and now we got whistles out on the field. And what do we got here? Nobody called timeout, it doesn't appear. Don't see any flags. Yeah, Coach Vinsel again not happy with the officials stopping the play there for some reason. So now we got a discussion between the White Hat and the far side line judge. And Coach Vinsel with his arms out saying, <laughs> what happened? So we get a phantom whistle there, and it's going to be first down and 10. They'll reset it. But Windsor was trying to go hurry up, and they just stopped the play for no apparent reason. So trips to the left, two to the right, empty backfield. Here comes Dylan, pump fakes, sets it up, airs it out, goes deep right oh. side, and just over the arms of Peyton Witherspoon, but a flag comes out. I believe that's going to go against Wellington Napoleon as uh, – it was the 21 of Witherspoon, and he got knocked down by the defender. We'll see if that's what it is. See if it's defensive holding or pass interference. Peyton kind of gets up a little bit holding. gimpy, and they are going to call holding. And with Peyton kind of watching him, he's kind of his arm hanging. I think he came down on that left arm, unfortunately, and trying to shake that one off. Well, he came down with all that momentum. You worry about that. You see guys a lot of times get the wind knocked out of them when they – fall on that football when they dive for the catch. So after the penalty, they make it first and 10. They move it to the 47 for Windsor. Still on their half of the field, they go four wide receivers. Straight drop, Witherspoon flushed out of the pocket, moves right, pulls it down, keeps it up over the 50, up over the 45, and into Wellington the territory to the 43. Looks, he's going to be close, Spence, on that first down. Yeah, and we just had another flag, too, and this may be coming back as that looks to be a hold on Windsor. Well, I think the linemen were expecting a pass play that time and wanted to give him protection. Right, so they will wipe that one away. It's going to bring it back 10 yards from the spot over the 40 
all the way back. Man, costly penalty here. Over the 35, back to the 30. So you were setting just shy of midfield and oh. about a 20-yard swing there almost for Windsor. Looked like they called an illegal block. Oh, it was blocking the back. Okay. Yeah. So that happened as Dylan was scrambling out of the pocket. Good coverage that time deep down the field for Wellington Napoleon. Took that deep ball away. And you know, Windsor, they're going to take shots at this point with a minute 14 left before the half. Dylan drifts back, fires it over the middle, caught short there by Dalton, and he's taken down pretty quickly at about the 35. Clock is moving. Coming up on a minute now. Windsor still has a timeout remaining, I believe. But now they got to hurry quickly. Under a minute to go. Here before the half. They got second down and a mile to go. They've got to make it a little bit better than that. Yep, second down and 27. They go four wide receivers, empty backfield. Here comes the pressure. Dylan scrambling around, reverses field back left, airs it out deep, up to midfield. Ball is incomplete, threw it into double coverage. Boy, the flags are going crazy now. Another one comes out. As that one forced down the field a little bit into double coverage. Now that could be roughing. No, it's a holding call against Windsor. That's another, actually another block in the back on Windsor, they said. And that's happening, Doug, with all that scrambling. You know, you you see that happen and pushing the back holds occur a lot on that, and that's the second one on this drive on Windsor. Well, and the thing is, Wellington Napoleon is smart enough to know they're blitzing every play because they got a long ways to go, and their defensive backs so far made it good. Yeah, they're just setting back there six defensive backs and rushing four. So this final series before the half, going backwards for Windsor. 37 seconds to go. They'll hand it off just right up the middle to Dalton and pounds up over the 20 to the 22. So it looks like they probably, that was just a conservative call there, Doug, so they'll probably just take it to halftime unless they want to take one more crack at it deep down the field. Clock is rolling. 20 seconds and counting left here in the first half. They don't even have to run another play if they don't want to, but it looks like they're going to give it a shot. Third down and 27 from the 22. Clock down to 11. Yep, now they may have just decided they'll set on it. Well, here we go. Down to seven seconds on the game clock. Down to five, down to four. And, yeah, they're not going to snap it. Yeah. So they're just going to take it to the locker room. So not a great series there on that last one. You were hoping to be able to get another touchdown on the board before the break, but we are at the half here in week six. 22-6, the defending state champs trying to go to 6-0. They lead Wellington Napoleon here at the half. We'll take it back for three minutes. Be back with our halftime show. That's coming up after this. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. 
At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. And welcome back. It is halftime from right here in Windsor, Missouri. Doug Knapp, Spencer Edwards along with you. The Fry Daddy, McBride back in studio. Glad to have him along. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, great game so far. It looked like we started off, it was going to be a barn burner. And then all of a sudden, second quarter came and Greyhounds erupted. Oh, man, Doug, this thing has been crazy. We've seen a lot of crazy plays. Uh, but, yeah, as you said, this was a 6-6 game at the end of the first quarter. I'll just quickly recap the scoring for you here. Started early in the game. Uh, Windsor takes it down, scores on their first series. Ten-yard touchdown run by Dalton Witherspoon. Two-point conversion was no good. Then on the third series of the first quarter, Windsor ends up throwing the pick six. It goes right through the hands of Peyton Witherspoon and into the waiting arms of Trotter Hughes. He returns it for a 20-yard touchdown. So that is the only touchdown for Wellington Napoleon in the first half. And at that point, it's 6-6 because their extra point off of that was no good. Then no more scoring in the first quarter. Then we move to quarter number two. Dalton Witherspoon picks up right where he left off. He finishes off the nine-play drive with a seven-yard touchdown run. Two-point conversion on that is good. And then Dalton comes back. Second series of the second quarter scores again, this time on a nine-yard touchdown catch over the middle. And then they pitch a couple more shutouts. They stop Wellington Napoleon on the defensive side. And then we get the safety right there late in the second quarter, a safety in the end zone by Corbin Terry as he brings down the quarterback Fisher in the end zone. And that accounts for all the scoring. Two-point conversion was good as well after that second Dalton Witherspoon 
score. So here we set it to break, Doug, 22-6. to And that's not to mention the major mistakes for Wellington Napoleon. You had the fumbled punt. You had a interception. You had couple of costly penalties, one of which was a roughing the passer, which wiped away an interception that they would have had. So Windsor, you got to look at that and say they took advantage of those mistakes. Had Wellington Napoleon not made those major blunders, we could still be in a tie game maybe. Yet another one on the way down on this last drive right. where they lost the ball and could have went in, scored, could, it would have been looking at a 22-14 game. Right, exactly. But I guess the flip side of that is they have not been able to do anything offensively. Sure. You know, th- that one touchdown, as I said, was a, a pick six. So uh, they've been in the red zone, was it maybe one time? I think they were actually just got there once. So all in all, Windsor's defense is playing great. You've basically pitched the shutout. Uh, you've held them scoreless. We know that Owens is their big guy that has to be the guy that's going to score for them. They don't really have any down-the-field threats. So I think moving into the second half, Wellington Napoleon's got to make a decision. Are we just going to stick with the big guy and try to shorten the game and and make this a, a situation where our defense has to step up and make plays? Because it really doesn't look like Wellington Napoleon's going to be able to score a touchdown. Well, when Wellington Napoleon will get the ball to start the second half. And I think uh, right now they're considered kind of a victory in that first half because they're yep. only down by about uh, – 14, 16 points. So. Yeah, could be worse, they're thinking. And their fans, we were noticing before we went to break, they were cheering them on. I mean, they were acting like this game's still tied. So they're they're trying to urge them on, say, hey, we're still in this game. But this is kind of that midpoint where Windsor usually just kind of gets bored and then say, okay, we're going to put you away in the second half. But, but you're right, that first series here, I think Wellnap's got to come down. They've got to get six on that first series uh, to make this a game in the second half. Well, the other part is that you don't know how much uh, the wet conditions are affecting uh, both teams. Uh, it looks like a great running game by Wellington Napoleon, which we talked about in the pregame, but uh, and, and that should be great for this kind of field condition. But so far, uh, Windsor has decided that they are going to uh, key on that, and Owens hasn't been able to do anything since that one touchdown. On the other side, uh the Greyhounds with a great running or a passing game. Their passing game has been a little iffy, but it has been a fact that Wellington Napoleon has been blitzing the quarterback uh, play after play after play. Yeah, that's one of the things we've seen. That's a good point. We haven't seen really the big, constant down-the-field plays for Windsor, although the one, I mean, the one we saw in that first quarter to Dalton was a highlight reel catch, about a 50-yard catch from Dylan. But, yeah, Dylan's had some problems with the wet football uh, tonight a little bit. That's been, I think, one of the reasons. But Wellnap's played pretty good deep coverage. They've been playing six back most of the time in coverage and then blitzing two. So that's been a, a question of the trade off there that Windsor's had to deal with all night. So, yes, the passing game hasn't been the well oiled machine tonight that we're accustomed to seeing. And, and that'll be interesting in the second half. What does Windsor really try to do? Do they just say, hey, we're going to run JJ and Dalton? Or do we try to hit those down-the-field shots? Well, uh, we'll find out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. It is halftime here from Windsor. Uh, we're going to take a 60-second timeout, and we will, and then we'll be joined by Brad Forst uh, right after this. Gary's towing. We go the extra. 
extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Welcome back to Windsor, Missouri and the Windsor Greyhounds here tonight. It is halftime. 22-6 is your score in favor of the Greyhounds. With us here tonight is Brad Forrest, the Activities Director here at Windsor. And Brad, we haven't got to talk to you for a little while. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. We've uh, been on the road here. And then last week we had homecoming. I was supposed to get on the radio last week. They asked me to, but I got caught up uh, in, some, in some stuff between here and the, and the building and couldn't get up here in time. And uh what do you think of our band there? They, they did a pretty good job, didn't they? Job. They did a pretty good job. They've been going to some parades here, working really hard, and uh, our band director, Miss Chris Michaels, does a good job with them. So. Yeah, they uh, they sound really good. But uh, man, I tell you what, uh, football is center stage, of course, right now in the fall. But uh, you've got a lot of things coming up. Basketball season right around the corner. Right around the corner, we got got about a month. Today's the first of October. We got a month, and basketball starts rolling out. So. Uh, you know, it's one sport to the next. It's the way it is. Um, you know, hopefully our football team makes a run. It'll kind of put the boys' basketball program behind the eight ball. But, you know, we've, we've had to do that the last couple of years. But, you know, and the boys do a pretty good job adjusting with no time off, and they get after it. So, Well, Brad, hopefully the uh, weather not too bad, and uh, hopefully it's blooming by us. But uh, and we're going to get a great game in for the rest of this. Now we talked earlier in the season about track. You said there's big news about track. Yeah, we we once football season gets completed here, whenever we get done with home games, we're going. I think we're going to get started with uh, getting our new track put in. We're going to put in an eight lane all weather track, and uh, maybe we can get to host some track meets later after we get that put in. Well, that'd be kind of nice to see. I don't think Spencer or I, either one, is going to be running the track to uh, check that out. Though. Yeah, I wasn't a big trackster in, in, <laughs> in high school either. Uh, I, I went more for the social aspect than I did for the running part of it. But, you know, I, we got some good track athletes here, and, and hopefully they can take advantage of that. Well, I know Dalton, uh, one of the individuals that we watch week in, week out, is uh, also a big track star when uh, when it comes to your track team, isn't it? Yeah, he qualified in uh, four events last year and uh, 100, 200, 400 individual races, and then the, the 4x4 relay team qualified as well, which made up of him, his brother, or both brothers, Peyton and Dylan, and then uh, I think Shreve Benson, another football athlete we got out there who's been injured here lately. Uh, he he was the the fourth member of that team, and you know it's pretty good when you can take a bunch of kids state. Well, and uh, what about other fall sports uh, taking part now? Uh, volleyball's got conference tournament coming up at the end of next week. Uh, got a couple games uh, Monday and Tuesday home. Monday and Tuesday, both of them are home. Uh, Mondays against Summit Summit uh, Christian Academy, and then 
Tuesday's a home against Cole Camp. A couple tough games for us, but uh, our girls been they got a win last night against Lamont, so they've been putting some wins up in the in the in the right side, you know, and that's good for everybody. You know, I didn't get to join the call last week with homecoming. Kind of missed that. I had other engagements, but man, uh, you guys had to get a fill in. You had uh, Slater actually scheduled for that night, and you had to get somebody to come in and uh, take for that. Yeah, spot. Slater called me at two o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. Homecoming week. Oh wow! Good timing, right? Yeah. Uh, two o'clock, uh, and then we kind of kept that one under our hat because we knew it was homecoming week. And by three o'clock, I, I we'd found South Callaway who had a. An open date because of uh, schools dropping down to eight-man, co-ops kind of falling apart, so they'd had an open date, and they were more than willing to come down here and play us on homecoming, and we're grateful for that, and we're glad they made the trip, so uh, we appreciate them for doing that. And two weeks, of course, next week, Cole Camp, one of your old rivals, uh, we're going to go visit over in Cole Camp, but in two weeks, Thursday night football, which is really kind of strange. Yeah, we... Here's the problem. We got we got official shortages. We got teacher shortages. We got coaches shortages, and it's not just affecting us. It's affecting everybody across the state. Yeah. And we encourage people to get involved with that, uh, with the officiating. You know, they could use your help. There's some good guys out here doing that, and they work hard at it. And uh, we could use all the help there. And and any of you young kids out there that want to get in a noble profession, get into education, get into coaching. It's it's very rewarding. Yeah, it's time consuming. It can be stressful, but it's a rewarding career. Let me tell you. Well, we're sure glad to do that. You guys do a tremendous job. Always glad to be able to be here for home games one of the best fields facilities that we go to right here in uh, Windsor. Well, we appreciate it. We've uh, we're, we try to work hard to make it a make it a welcoming environment and and make it worthwhile for everybody that gets here. So, we appreciate the coverage and we're glad it worked out where we can get our, our kids a lot of recognition this year. I know uh, one of the things we went to was University Academy not too long ago and kind of a different environment up there on a Saturday, a uh, different ball game, but man, uh, as you travel and you see different places and so forth uh what's that make you think of your own place makes you really appreciate our facilities Absolutely. and the work we put into it and the work the people around here put into it to maintain them and you got a great not only staff but volunteers the community just tremendous yeah we have a group of guys that come out and paint our fields every wednesday thursday night and they do a tremendous job of it completely volunteer and uh we couldn't do it without them i gotta get the clock set back up here in not a, second, a problem so. Well, hey, man, I appreciate it. Brad Forrest, the activity director from right here at Windsor High School. Thank you very much for the information. And uh, we'll be back. Take a 60-second timeout. Spencer and I will talk about the second half right here from uh, Windsor, Missouri in high school football on KDKD. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. 
Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Welcome back. Halftime here as they reset the clock, and it's going to be about two minutes until we get ready. It's going to be Wellington Napoleon's ball to start the second half. Okay, second half action getting ready to start. And, uh, Spencer, what do you think keys to the game are? Keys to the game are, number one, stop this series for Wellington Napoleon. I think this is a make-or-break drive for them. If they don't go down and get a touchdown here, game's over. I'll, I'll call it. I'll go ahead and call it because <laughs> they, they just have not been in the red zone much, only been there one time. They have got to find a way. You know, They're either going to have to pop Owens for a long run or they're going to have to rely on their defense uh, to do what they did earlier, and that's get a pick six. You've got to manufacture points. But right now, Windsor's just got to play how they're playing offensively. I keep throwing the ball down the field if I'm Windsor. The you know, passing game hasn't been smooth tonight, but, hey, you've got the athletes to do it. I wouldn't shy away from that. Stay aggressive. Uh, you know, Rain is done right now, so I'd look for Windsor to open this uh, up a little bit more uh, in the second half and keep throwing the ball down the field. We know Dylan can do that. Also, I just found out some interesting information uh, by our buddy over there, uh, Mr. Drennan, the PA guy here. Uh, he informed me that Windsor is without, I think he said, three starters tonight. Oh, wow. Cody Combs, uh, who is a key receiver. Right. Uh, Hess is out. Another and defender. also uh, Corbin Terry. Is out, which I, I think I yeah I misspoke team. earlier. Uh, I think I, I said Corbin had that safety, but I think it was Dusty Johnson because he said Corbin is not playing. Do and all three of those kids are out due to quarantine. Okay, due to quarantine. So and those are three key guys. Oh, absolutely. Th- those are three key guys. So uh, we appreciate him giving us that information. So that that's a little bit of a factor I think right now uh, in this game. You're down three starters, and you know it doesn't matter how good you are. You lose three key guys. It's going to be a little bit tougher. But we know Windsor has the depth, and right now the score appears close, but it's kind of one of these games where Windsor, you kind of feel like they just got them right where they want them. You know, Windsor goes down and scores again, lights out. Well, and of course, one of our key players, or our key players, that's our sponsors right here from Windsor Greyhounds and KDKD. We're glad to have them along. Don't forget the great folks with Central Missouri Community Credit Union. Uh, when all For all your loan needs, money needs, Central Community Credit Union is the one. Don't forget Gary's Towing. When you're stuck in a rut, it's Gary's Towing. Go over and check that out. Henry County Library, another one of our great sponsors. We're glad to have them along. You can book it with Henry County Library. How about T.H. Lum- Rogers Lumber? And, uh, you know, you something to build on. That is T.H. Rogers Lumber. Don't don't forget Jams, Creation and Boutique, another one of our great sponsors, and State Farm and Greg Fecton. Windsor Furniture Company, Merrifield Pharmacy, also the Boys Car Care Center, Windsor Farmers Co-op, the great folks with Windsor Livestock Auction when you are in the need. And don't forget Rock Rick's Tires for all your tires need. Kick off and going over to Spencer Edwards. Underway with a nice kick, and here comes Hughes off the right side, returning it for... Wellington Napoleon, and he's out up over the 35, near the 36. So Wellnap will have really a make-or-break series here for them. 
And they've got to find a way to get the football in the end zone. Here down 22-6. to This is the closest score, though, at halftime this year for Windsor. Absolutely. And, again, this was a tie game if you're just joining us at the end of the first at 6-6. But it flipped there in a hurry. A lot of crazy plays. You know, Windsor also turned the ball over a couple times as well, which is unlike them due to that wet field that we had. Still have a wet field, but at least we don't have a drenching rain. So first down and 10 as they start from the 36 out of the shotgun. Here's Owens, gets the handoff, and he is dropped right at the line. He's fighting for yardage. Fighting but not gaining. And the big fella had a 50-yard run earlier, but, man, they have stopped him dead in his tracks. The last one on that play. The last several series, it has not gone well for Elijah Owens. So a loss of a yard on the play. Takes them back to the 35, second down and 11. And the other thing, too, Doug, is they have been in a lot of bad down and distances. And for a running team, you've got to stay out of these second down and longs and third and longs if you have any chance of moving the ball. Windsor going to bring a blitz off the left. And, oh, Dalton might have crossed the line. Yeah, just a tad early. He was coming on a free blitz off the left side and just timed it up. A little bit too late, so it'll be a five-yard penalty on the Greyhounds. We'll move it to the 40, and it'll make this a second down and six now as opposed to a second down and 11. Yeah, that's definitely a plus for Wellington Napoleon. Not a lot of mistakes by the Windsor Greyhounds. That's a little odd. Early third here. They hurry up to the line. From the 40, ball in the middle of the field with two wide receivers to the left side, and flags fly. Penalties have piled up in this game. Delay a game. It'll be a delay a game on Wellington Napoleon. There goes that five yards back. Yeah, they take one step forward, two steps back, <laughs> and if they want to come back in the game, they're going to have to eliminate these penalties for sure. They so, didn't move the ball. Yeah, I was going to say they haven't spotted that off yet. Ball is still at the forty-yard line. Well, it's second 11 on the scoreboard, but I don't know that they marked that off. So they're going to take the snap out of the shotgun as Fisher hands to Owens. Not much doing. Gain of maybe a yard on the play. Third down coming up. Tripped up on that by the 59 and the three coming in for Windsor. Yeah, Dylan Witherspoon finishing the playoff. But swarming defense again tonight for this Windsor defense scene. Multiple guys making plays. Caleb Eaton has had a good game tonight as well. Of course, Mankini up there. And Coleman Fowler Fowler at the right defensive end position. He's having a good game. So third down and six. Ball at the 40. Here comes the blitz. Windsor going to rush six. They air it out left side, and it's incomplete. Off the hands. Just behind the receiver. And that was a bad throw. If he would have thrown that in front, he'd have been heading downfield. Lucas Waterworth could not hang on to the football, so it brings up fourth down and six for the Tigers with 9.41 to go in the third. And we'll see what they want to do. Obviously, you really, due to field position, have to punt, but your gut tells you, you know, you're behind in the game, three scores, maybe we could go for it, but I think you really got to punt this ball as they will. Fisher gets off a beauty. And this is going to sail over the head of Dylan Witherspoon. This is going to roll all the way to the five-yard line. Dylan picks it up, 
and he's going to return it at the 10 to the 15 and gets a few yards, though. Actually gets it out up over the 20. I think they're going to give him the 22, but, man, that's actually a smart play by Dylan to go back and get that because, boy, you could have been looking at starting that drive at the 5. Well, and he had a wide-open sideline, yep. which was definitely had to be a plus on that call, but as he brought it back up, but that gap started to close little by little and close to a late hit coming across as they drove him out of bounds. Greyhounds back on offense, first time here in the second half. First down and 10 at the 22 is where they'll begin to drive. Spread it out, three wide receivers to the left, one to the right out of the shotgun, a keeper for Dylan Witherspoon, and a minimal gain there to the 22-and-a-half gain of maybe two on the play. Yeah, he was following blockers, but there was no hole to be found. Gain of a yard, so brings up second and nine. As they look over to that sideline, Coach Vinsel with that state championship ring on down there. Will McKnight, Davis Wanniger, Brandon McQuellen, Brad Hunter, Trenton Thompson, his assistant coaches, they do a fine job over here. What they've done over here at this Windsor program has been exceptional. As they're going to air it out deep left side, and he's got Dalton Witherspoon. He makes the catch at the 50. Put it on the board. 10-5 touchdown. He'll go in untouched. Wow. The defender well defended on that play, but he just fell down. Yep, fell down, and after that, it was all she wrote, as that'll go on the board. What was that, Doug? About a 60-plus 60, 60 yard pass, wasn't it? Uh, 60. Your math is better than mine. <laughs> it's 70, 60 about. Because uh... that was from the 22, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. So se- almost 70. 70. Yeah, we'll call it 70. Man, oh, man. And he caught the ball actually at the 50, so the ball traveled about 30 yards in the air as they're going to go for two as Dylan rolls out right, slings it back to the left. It's caught at the two by Peyton Witherspoon, but he's dropped short of the goal line. Boy, that would have been an unbelievable play had he been able to spin out of that tackle. Well, but, but the two-point conversion is no good. That's the third missed two-point conversion tonight. Bad part, too, is that defender, and he had the back. He had the, he had the referee right there. But it looked like he almost got away with a face mask. 70-yard touchdown bomb. Dylan to Dalton. Some more spoon-feeding going on here at Windsor tonight. 28-6, to all Greyhounds, 835 to go in the third. We'll be back in 60 with the kick after this. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff, back with you here at David Powell Memorial Field. Brian Fry, our producer engineer, and a booming kick 
for Dylan Witherspoon there, who's doing the kicking duties tonight. If you heard me mention at halftime, uh, the primary kicker out tonight, that, of course, is Cole Hess, the senior, out due to quarantine. And Windsor actually without three starters tonight due to quarantine rules. So touchback there brings it out to the 20, and Windsor pouring it on right now, 28-6. to And as I was telling my partner Doug Neff, could be worse, but they've missed three two-point conversions tonight. So really we could be looking at about a 40-point game had they made all of those as well. And here's another fumbled snap. Fisher fumbles it, and he is he very, very fortunate to recover that ball. He uh, lost c- track of that ball. <laughs> was looked like a big uh, radar dish spinning out there, but he finally found it and dived on it just before Windsor got to it. They've had a tough time with those snaps here tonight. A couple turnovers in the game, and they fumbled it uh, two other times as well that they've been able to just barely recover. Big loss on that, too. Loss of five or six yards. Call it a loss of six. So second down and 16 after that. Back to the 15-yard line. Spread set. Owens in the backfield with Fisher as he takes the snap out of the shotgun. Gives it to the big fella, Owens. Has a little lane there, but it closes pretty quick as he's brought down at the 20. Gain of about five on the play. Might have gone back to the original line of scrimmage, so it's going to be a third down. Looks like it's 11. But to Owens, like you said, fighting for yards right through there. But the defense said, huh, I don't think so. Tough sledding tonight for Mr. Owens. He's had well over half of their carries. And, again, they've just thrown three passes the entire game. Windsor has controlled the time of possession battle as well, though, tonight. But uh, you know, it's just hard to be that one-dimensional against a team like Windsor. Uh, teams, I think, moving forward in the playoffs, if you want to beat this Windsor team, you've got to find a way to throw the ball effectively as they've got four wide receivers drifting back. Here's a pass. Fisher airs it out left side. Oh, and he threw it to the opposite shoulder as uh, Weatherworth looked over his right. That ball was back over his left. And so a little miscommunication there as he had the defender beat, but pass was not in the right spot. I think his concern was if he tried to throw it over the right and possibly get a chance for it to get picked off. Didn't want that, so he threw it over the left on the far side where he the catcher was only going to be able to be made by his wide receiver. 7.06 left here in our third quarter. Fourth down and 11. So, man, that was a, a quick three and out for the Tigers as they're going to be back in punt formation again. So the Windsor defense teeing off. They're bringing the pressure. Here comes pressure on the punt. Oh, and it was almost blocked. I think they did get a piece of it. As it angles off to the right, it's going to go out of bounds. And I almost think Dusty Johnson might have got a piece of that football. Yeah. And, yeah, the official is signaling that it was tipped, and that affected it as it goes out of bounds right at midfield. Well, the punter looked like maybe he was doing a little drama back there and trying to draw a penalty, but it looked like the defender Johnson came through, got a piece of the football, but not of the kicker. Right, yeah, clean tip there. And and, and that's the thing, you can, you know, there's a roughing the punter and then there's a running into the punter. So there's actually two different rules on that, and that, and that was neither one, really. But sometimes you can make contact a little bit with the punter if you tip the ball. The officials won't make any call on that usually. So here we go. Windsor back to the offensive attack. Halfback pass. Hall's going to throw it off the right side, deep down the field. Oh, and that's got to oh, be, yep, yeah, no, no doubt, pass interference as Weatherworth never turned around to look for the football as Hall caught the toss sweep, then threw the halfback pass. He was looking for Witherspoon down the field. Witherspoon went to go for the catch on that pass, and Wentworth was right in front of him. He couldn't do anything, and he had to hug him. 
Yeah, that, that was one of those things where you're, you're beat, so you just got to commit a penalty to save what otherwise would have been a touchdown. But, yeah, anytime you see a, a cornerback with his back turned to you, yep. uh, you go ahead and take that shot at that receiver, and they almost connected, but uh, that was an easy call there. That might have been the easiest call all night that we've had. Looks like it's going to be 15 yards. Marked yeah, that from the spot. Or, no, yeah, just 15 yards from the original from the original line of scrimmage, yeah, to the 35. So that takes it deeper into Wellington-Napoleon territory, and Windsor looking for more here. 6.55 to go in the third quarter, leading 28-6. to Windsor undefeated season last year, winning the state title, trying to get to 6-0 here this year as they hand it off to Dalton Witherspoon right up the middle. Short gain there as they bottle him up. Nice tackle made by Jack Wiggins for the Tigers. You know, the one thing we were talking about, and it's getting to that time of year, but uh, right now the Greyhounds in second spot in district behind Skyline. That's right. We didn't get an opportunity to chat a lot about that at halftime, but you're right. That's one of those things, and we saw last year what happened. Skyline, they play a little bit tougher schedule, and that's the reason. You know, they don't have a good record, but they play Val Catholic. They play some of those Springfield schools, so they are just edging out Windsor right now in the points, but that could change as they run the keeper off the right for Dylan Witherspoon up over the 25, near the 20. Nice gain on the play as he'll be up near the first down. Absolutely. Tough uh, foe coming in, not too long, Tipton. And that's going to be a, uh, we'll see, they are state ranked. So we'll see where that gets them. And, uh, of course, Cole Camp, another one coming up next week. Yeah, the Bluebirds uh, on the schedule. Cole Camp having a tough year this year. They actually lost to this uh, Wellington-Napoleon team. So if that was a first down for Dylan Witherspoon, they're going to hand it off here on first and 10. Peyton gets the call up over the 20 to the 15. Nice gain there on the ground. So Windsor just chugging along. It's the pound and ground, Doug Neff, your favorite right now. I like it. Keep it on the ground. So clock moving along, 5.49 to go here in the third quarter. Don't forget we'll have Clinton Cardinal JV football Monday evening. We'll be up at Excelsior Springs for that one, 5.30 on the kick. As uh, Coach LeFevre's ball club looking to snap a two-game losing skid, got beat badly up at Oak Grove last Monday night, and that'll be another tough conference game for them on Monday night. So here they go back to Dalton right side, hole 10-5, touchdown, another one. There you go. That's the way to do it. Is that five now? for him i believe so because yeah he just caught the 70 yard pass so one two three four five count it five tds for dalton witherspoon this young man's unbelievable doug i mean he just and speaking of coach lefevre me and coach lefevre were talking about him and, and coach lefevre calls him a monster i mean he's just he's like three zero for windsor is a monster and he is definitely the heart of the uh, windsor greyhounds when it comes to the offensive side two-point conversion They've missed three tonight. We'll see if they can get this one rolled out to the right, and it is caught by J.J. Hall. Touchdown. And the two-pointer is good to push it out to 36-6. to 5-19 to go. Another touchdown. Dylan Witherspoon with five of them. That was a 57-yarder, and the Greyhounds are pouring it on. We'll be back with a kick in 30 after this. 
No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique. Welcome back as the Greyhounds now pushing it out 36-6. to six. Five touchdowns tonight for Dalton Witherspoon. Just had a 57-yard run there, and they will kick it off here. You know, we were talking earlier, the Windsor Napoleon had to, or Wellington Napoleon, excuse me, had to go down and score on that drive. They could not, and the Greyhounds could. It's, it's crunch time. They've got to do something here drastic. Yeah, I don't know. Crunch time may be, it may be past crunch time. <laughs> Well, it's going to be time to go to the air. Yeah, well, in that first series, I really thought they would, but they didn't. Windsor stopped them, and I think now you're uh, you're just in an uphill climb, to say the least, if you're Wellington Napoleon. So the grounds will kick from the 40. Marshall Mankiti, the big fella, kicks it off as it's taken at the five-yard line. Here comes Trotter Hughes looking for a lane in the middle of the field, and it closes up as he takes it to the 30-yard line on the return. We're going to see who it was. Looks like the four on the stop leading the way for the uh, Greyhounds. That is Seth Roberts. Seth Roberts, a young man we don't talk a lot about, but he is going to be a future star, I think, for Windsor. He's kind of a spot player right now. Young kid, I think he's just a sophomore. But I, we see some bright spots from him because I noticed it in the University Academy game. He filled in when Dalton got hurt and ran the ball, got several carries. And you could tell, man, this kid, he'll, he'll be a, a big-time running back, I think, the next couple years for Windsor. So first down and 10, Tigers start from the 30. Again, no offensive touchdowns tonight for Wellington Napoleon. And they're not making much progress as the quarterback keeper here goes nowhere from Fisher. And Mr. Drennan was also telling me at halftime that Fisher is actually their third stringer. Yeah. Their third string quarterback. So they are without uh, their two primary quarterbacks tonight. And you know, I mean, you have to say that's got to be a factor. I mean, you have to basically put that on the table and say, you know, that, I mean, anytime you're down to your third stringer, that's going to affect your offense no matter what. Well, Brady Hughes, the 10, is their normal starter, and he's out. Yeah. Probably out for quarantine reasons as well. As they hand off, here's Owens through the middle over the 35 to the 36-yard line as he gains maybe six on the play. So makes it a third down and manageable here for the Tigers. Either long four, short five uh, for the Tigers to get that first down. It is time for the Greyhounds to stand up and take a stand. Coming up on the four-minute mark here in the third quarter. Windsor's got some substitution confusion here. McDonald started to run off the field. Now he's going to have to run back onto the field. So Windsor's not going to get set. Oh, they barely get set as they hand it off to Owens here. Again through the middle. Pounds up to the 40-yard line. Gains maybe three. He's going to be short. I think he's just touched short. Yep. Fourth and one. Do you go for it or not? Oh, boy. I'd say, what do you have to lose? I mean, I'm kind of surprised they really didn't just go for it that last time, even though they were in their own territory. Here they are again in their own territory. And it looks like they will. 
Hey, your problem, though, Spencer, is if you don't make it, yeah. it's short, short field for Windsor. It is, but you're already down 36-6, so it's kind of like might as well see if you can get that offense to stay out there. So they go double tight end set. Fisher in the backfield. Owens, Windsor loads up the box. They're going to bring seven. Oh, and it's a bad snap. It goes through the hands of Fisher. Has to go all the way back to the 25 to get it, and he's sacked. Wow. A disaster. Well, and the problem, too, was they were doing a little uh, adjusting on the running back's uh, uh, gear, and he come back, and he had seven seconds on that play clock, yeah. and then had yeah. to get it going. Yeah, that was a disaster from the word go. They were never set and were trying to hurry, and, and that usually leads to bad things, and it does right there. So another fumble for Wellnap. That's their fifth turnover tonight. Recovered by Windsor at the Tiger 25. So with 3.03 to go, Windsor looking to break the 40-point mark here. If they score a touchdown on this series, here's Dylan Witherspoon. Quarterback keeper around the right side, 10-5, touchdown, Windsor. Wow. Dylan Witherspoon hits the gas around the right side. Looked like one of Doug Neff's sprint cars (laughs) right there down at Wheatland. And it's... I think he wanted you to know that Dalton wasn't the only Hey, that's what I was about to say. I said, now we've got somebody other than Dalton on the board. So, yeah, Dalton had – yeah, he had all five of the touchdowns. Then, of course, you, then you had the safety. So, now, yeah, Dylan is the first one other than his brother to score. But it's still spoon-fed. Yeah, it's it, spoon-fed. Spoon either way. So, two-point conversion coming up. Dylan back there with Dalton. Dalton takes the snap. And he's under some pressure, moves right, flag is out, pass is incomplete, but we got to check the flag. That one was thrown pretty quick by the uh, line, judge. line judge. And back we, judge or line judge? We, well, back judge, actually. Yeah, I think the back judge right in the end zone through that, so we'll maybe get a signal here. You never know if uh, <laughs> you get actual signals here. Holding. We'll call it holding on Windsor. So the two-point conversion is no good. Keeps it at 42-6. to Windsor rolling. 28-yard touchdown run from Dylan Witherspoon. 2.09 to go in the third. We'll be back in 60 with a kick after this on KDKD. At Maryfield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription. You are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic. Maryfield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Maryfield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Maryfield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service. At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds! Four oh six, or excuse me, two oh nine left to go. Heck, I was thinking, man, this third quarter. You putting time back? I was, I was wanting more time, but yeah, we're late third now, and it's all Windsor. Forty-two to six as they kick off at the fifteen. Here's the return for Trotter Hughes. 25, 30, 35, gets to the forty. 
on the return of about 20 yards. Yeah, they're going to mark it right about the 40-yard line. A great return by Trotter Hughes, but oh, a low kick, and that's been the thing. It's been hard to handle those kicks. Yeah, we've seen some line drives tonight off the legs of these kickers. That was so, Van Gee. That was my boy. Yeah, that was your boy out there. He's kicking the football with authority. I mean, Coach Vinsel may want to say, hey, we may let him do some of the kicking <laughs> as well more often here. And when Hess gets back next week, you would assume that he would go back to kicking but Marshall's done a good job. We've seen Dylan uh, do a good job. Windsor has not punted tonight as well. And we are in mercy rule time right now with the running clock in effect. And whistles here, and promptly we get a timeout. So the clock does stop on timeouts. That's, uh, does it stop on injuries as well? I think timeouts yeah, an in- That's an injury. Yeah, that'd be an injury. That's the only timeout. time it uh, stops. But uh, we'll go ahead and keep it here. Doug will tell us about our, our outstanding Windsor Greyhound sponsors again here. Well, you know, we were talking about some of the great folks here in Windsor, and we are sure glad to have them along for the 21-2021 season that is Windsor Greyhounds, and we are glad to have the folks with Rick's Tires and one of our newer sponsors, Rick's Tires. They do an incredible job here for all your automotive needs, not just tires, then Rick's Tires. They'll take great care of you. And what about the great folks with Windsor Livestock Auction? Hey, if you want to sell your cows, here they go now, right down the road, and it is Windsor Livestock Auction. Great job, great opportunity. If you're in needing in the market, it is Windsor Livestock Auction. Don't forget the great folks with Windsor's Farmer Co-op and the Boys Car Care Center, just to name a few. So out of the timeout for Wellington Napoleon, it'll be first down at 10 for the Tigers at their own 45. Split wide receivers, and again, a snap through the hands of Fisher. Man, it's been a tough night as he falls on it back at the 34. Well, the other thing we were talking about, you said third-string quarterback. Doesn't get a lot of snaps uh, in practice, so that doesn't help. And plus the fact with this greasy ball, uh, that doesn't help either. Yeah, definitely has been a big-time problem tonight. And, you know, it's hard to beat Windsor even if you play a perfect game and, and don't turn the ball over. But when you've got fumbled snaps and five turnovers and a safety, you know, you're easily going to be beat badly, as the score indicates right now as well. Second down in 20, 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. We had movement all over the place right as the snap occurred. As Doug is flashing numbers up here, there's so many numbers to say who, which guy moved. There was about four guys moving there. <laughs> I don't know how you keep up with all those numbers. Uh, I've seen 33 jump. <laughs> 33 and 29 and yep. 79. So that'll move them back to the 30-yard line and be a false start. I've got Wellnap down for 10 penalties tonight. Windsor with four. That's going to be the end of the four. And that'll take us to the end of three. Windsor on their way to 6-0. and They lead it 42-6. to Doug will take us home with the fourth when we come back after this. Okay, I'll see that and raise ya. A gambler may understand the stakes. An equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear. And a banker may understand loans, but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers. At Farmers Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor. 
At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full-service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters. Welcome back. Fourth and final quarter from right here in Windsor, Missouri. And uh, we are ready to bring it home. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call. Running clock. And, man, I tell you, it has been a tremendous game. The Greyhounds finally flexed the muscle in that third quarter. And they have that running clock going. It is 42-6 to with 12 minutes left to play. I believe fourth game this year, Doug. We have had the running clock. So you said it perfectly. They're flexing the muscles. We've got... Five touchdowns on the board from Dalton Witherspoon tonight, one from Dylan, and a safety that accounts for all the scoring. And that's also with four missed two-point conversions. So this could be about a 57-6 to game, really, uh, if you think about it. The Windsor's left some points on the table as well. Unfortunately, Wellington Napoleon so far, we've only seen one sided attack, and that is Elijah Owens. The, the uh, Greyhounds let it by one time, but they have shut it down so far. It is a snap and a shotgun. He stumbles, but here comes the rush. He's got a free. That is Trotter Hughes. Hughes with the ball across the 40. He is in Greyhound territory. The 20, the 15. He is wrestled down from behind by Dylan Witherspoon, but not before a first down. For the Tigers. Yeah, it was actually Dalton that caught oh, him. Sorry. Yeah, that was a also a flag came down late, but I mean Dalton, man, he can cover the ground. I mean, man, that looked like it was going for a touchdown, and he caught him. It is going to be declined. I'm pretty sure it's going to go against the Greyhounds. We're going to find out here. Maybe. <laughs> Our head official doesn't like to make calls. He he'll throw the flag, but he won't actually give us the signal, which kind of makes it tough to know what the penalties are. But, uh, I, I think it was going to be a rough in the passer call, but we're going to see. We shall see, maybe, as two flags were thrown on that as well. Only nice thing is the clock's still running. The clock does time. run, yes. And yeah, you know Trotter. He thought he had a touchdown there too, Doug. I mean, he was going full head of speed. He's thinking, man, I've got everybody outrun, and here comes 3-0 saying, eh, not so fast. And how about that effort? I mean, game's over. You're still, I mean, Dalton is out there, your go-to guy. He's still going 110% out there and chases him down. Well, the call was definitely going to go against Windsor, but they marked it off and it was declined because it is going to be first and 10, ball on the 15-yard line here tonight. Yeah, whatever it was, it was declined. So (laughs) we we never had a signal, but uh, they marked that off on top of the run too, it looks like. First and 10 for Wellington Napoleon. A ball on the 15-yard line. Quarterback looks in, hands off to Owens. Owens, along, goes wide on the far side. Still on his feet. Looks like he's going to have enough for a first down. It's going to be first goal to go for the Tigers. Yeah, you know Owens, man. He's he's had a, a tough night. He's had to run into five or six tacklers. He wants a touchdown. He... <laughs> He's like, man, can I, I know we're going to lose, but can I just get in the end zone? I've had to run a bunch tonight with no success. He's had one so far. One That's r- their six points on the board. No, that, remember, that was the pick six. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, he hasn't had one. He's had one good run of 50 yards, but no touchdowns. First down, goal to go. 
And is Owens once again with the ball. Going to bring up second down, gain on the play. Second goal to go. Not much gain there, though. And as much as he's carried the ball tonight, Doug, he probably only has probably 120, 130 rushing. I mean, so he... He's been the, the main ball carrier by far, but just uh, does not have a lot of yardage. I'd almost, I'd almost disagree with that just for a simple fact. He's had one long run, and the rest of them have been short gains. So he may not even have 100 yards. May, yeah, he may not. It may be just over 100. It is second down. Goal to go for the Tigers. Snap directs or to the quarterback. This time it is Hughes. Or Fisher, excuse me. No. It went to Owens. Owens with the ball, direct snap, and he gets down to about the, call it the three-yard line. But it's going to be third down, goal to go. Can the Greyhounds hold up this time? Yeah, they still have, you know, technically a shutout going. You know, they haven't given up an offensive touchdown, and you know they want to keep that in line here just the third time that Wellnap's been in the red zone tonight. They are encouraging the fans to make some noise here tonight. Snap. It is Owens once again. He tries to bowl his way. He is stopped short. Boy, if they stand here, Doug, man, this crowd is going to erupt. They got two more chances here. This will no, be th- fourth down. Or this is fourth? This okay. Is fourth. Yeah. Fourth, fourth and goal. Goal to go from about the three yard line. And Owens' helmet came off again there, so he's, oh, g- no. he's got to come out of the game. Either that, they got to call a timeout. Wow, and he's showing some frustration. He kind of pushed a Windsor player after that. His helmet popped off. And, and that's exactly what they did. They called a timeout yep. so he could come back in. So he could come back. But you know what? That's kind of uh, a loophole, if you will, in the rule, isn't it? Because, yeah. honestly, if you're going to make the kid come out for a play, you shouldn't be allowed to call a timeout to get your kid to come back. Oh, well, yeah, but you got to burn a timeout that you may have needed later on. True. So it's kind of a True. Uh, hindrance there. Hey, we were talking about our great sponsors. What about Central Missouri Community Credit Union for all your loan needs, Central Community Credit Union? And don't forget Gary's Towing. Man, if you are stranded on the side, no matter where you're at, Gary's Towing will be there for you. They'll pick it up. Amanda and all the crew do a tremendous job. That is Gary's Towing. How about Henry County Library? Great uh, job with the books here. And uh, so they have a great job. The Fry Daddy is uh, Texas. Is Oh, yeah, yeah, there's more than just Owens, but, man, I'll tell you what, he has been the uh, horse here so far. T.H. <laughs> uh, Rogers Lumber, glad to have them along for the uh, Greyhounds. Jams Creation and Boutique and State Farm, that is Greg Fecton. And Windsor Furniture Company and the great folks with Merrifield Pharmacy. And the boys' car care, and don't forget the great folks with Windsor Livestock Auction. We're glad to have them along here. All right, fourth and goal to go. Brian's already called it. I think he said, well, they got to go to Owens. Owens, Owens is the only going get, out. Oh, he's going out again here. You know, this is where if you're well napped, just go to another guy. I mean, you've got a receiver. You've got, uh, who was that we saw have the pick six, number three. That was, of course, Trotter Hughes. Maybe right. throw the ball out to him. You've got Weatherford. I mean, you've got other options here. But uh, they are comfortable handing in the ball, but they pulled him out of the game. That may be a frustration thing because I think the coach said, look, you know, body language isn't the best. We're just going to take you out before you uh, do something unsportsmanlike. May have been the case. But, yeah, he's not in there right. right now. Fourth and goal to go. 
One man in the backfield coming across this time. Oh, it's a bad snap. It was a bad handoff. It is the Windsor Greyhounds. The 30 of Witherspoon. 30, 20, 10. Oh my. Touchdown, Greyhounds. Oh, my goodness gracious. A bad handoff coming across, and he didn't realize it. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden the ball's on the ground. Witherspoon come up, and he took it to the house. And about, what, 70, 80 yards at least. That's about an 80-yard scoop and score. That is more like Touch, about was a 97-yard. It, it was the ball. First was it on the five? On the three. On the three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable play. 97-yard run for Dalton Witherspoon. Good gravy. I mean, that is just i mean, one of the most exciting plays <laughs> you're ever going to see. Picks that ball up, it, it just trying to do a toss sweep there. No chance. Couldn't secure the ball. And Dalton's right there and runs it back 90-plus yards. So now he's got six touchdowns <laughs> and a 96-yard scoop and score to boot. How's that for a stat sheet? And now it is a timeout called by Windsor, as otherwise it would have been a delay of game on that call. <laughs> An incredible run. What a heads-up play by Dalton Witherspoon as he just looked and there set the ball. Yeah. And he went for glory. Nobody could catch him. And he was by himself. There wasn't a defender for 10 yards with with anywhere near him. Man, oh, man. And that's one of those where the poor coach for Wellnap's like, well, probably should have put Owens back in the game. <laughs> you know? 48-6. Oh, man, just exciting. I mean, just exciting. So that's unbelievable. And there's not too many kids that can do that, too. I mean, have the wherewithal, see the ball, pick it up, secure it, wet football, and then, boom, he's got the speed to just leave everybody and just go the length of the field, basically, and run that back. That was incredible. Man. Yeah, six touchdowns for Dalton tonight, and that's the second time they've turned a turnover into a touchdown as well. So just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, they're going to get another shot here. 25-second, fresh 25-second clock on the game clock or play clock as they get ready to go. Now, Dylan Witherspoon in the backfield. He takes a snap, low snap. He's going to keep it himself. That conversion's not going to be good. And a bad snap, once again, fall victim through the uh, Greyhounds. Yeah, they'll have to get that fixed. Certainly going into district football. I mean, that, that's something that will come back to haunt you a little bit once you get into the playoffs. You've got to be able to convert those two-point conversions. So that's really been the one negative tonight for Windsor. Five missed two-pointers in the game, uh, but obviously well in command here. Well, we'll take a 30-second timeout in your list of high school football action on KDKD. Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. In your car, at your office, and on your computer. You're listening to it. 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri. 
Welcome back to Windsor, Missouri. Fourth and final quarter right here. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call for the Windsor Greyhounds. You are listening to a 95.3 KDKD Clinton, Missouri, a Radford Communications Station. And Windsor High School football. It is kickoff time for the Greyhounds. Mankini again goes deep with a great spinner. It is brought back to the 30-35. Still on his feet. Gets down to about the 40-yard line before he is brought down. And half the uh, Greyhounds on the tackle. Yeah, JV is in now, Doug, for Windsor. So another... Another night's work for the Windsor Varsity, 48 up on the board, and again, it could have been more. I mean, you really basically could have 60 points uh, up there, but uh, another typical Windsor night, well over 500 yards total offense. Basically, they're right at their average. I think they're averaging about 45 points a game, so you get 48. Uh, just a, another great job, and you get the shutout on defense. So yeah, absolutely. Third straight shutout on defense as well. By the varsity defense, I should say. First and ten, Wellington Napoleon now with a timeout. Not sure what you'd be taking a timeout over now at this point. Well, they, of course you can't take them with you, so. True. Is always the thing. 403, and that stops the clock, and that's about the only way you're going to. Yeah. But, man, Doug, doesn't a game like this just prove that you have to play full four-quarter football if you want to beat this Windsor team. One quarter, you play them even, that's not good enough. That's just not going to be good enough, and it, it shows. I mean, it, it just makes it's why they're so hard to beat. And teams around the state, again, they've got to be taking note. Like, man, this team, you can't hold them down forever. Uh, you just can't hold them down forever, and uh, you've got to be there in the fourth quarter somehow. Uh, I don't know how, but, but you've got to be there uh, in the four. Uh, minutes of the last part of the quarter to have a chance on them. Well, you know, we talk about mistakes and mistakes made by Wellington, Napoleon, and so forth. But you also have to look at the fact that Windsor may have had a lot to do with that. They forced some of those mistakes. Absolutely, yep. It is Hughes, or the Fisher, I'm sorry, the quarterback looking downfield. He had a receiver open, could not make the connection. That was Trotter Hughes. Yeah, and again, full JV defense in now for Coach Vinsel's team and uh, let the young kids again. Uh, isn't it great to be on a program if you're a younger kid to be able to, you know, the games are usually over at this point, so you get to get in a varsity game, so that's great. And it's how you replenish your program. If you can get some of these young kids in in the last four or five minutes of a varsity game, great teaching experience for these kids. And they want to go out and say, hey, we want to keep the shutout alive here. We don't want to give one up right here at the end. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a matter of pride along the way. So it is second down. Ten for Wellington Napoleon. The Tigers now look back. They've got to pass. He goes deep. He's well covered. Just comes up short. A little too much air on that. (laughs) Looks like they were thinking about throwing the flag, but that was uncatchable. So the flag went back in the pocket. Probably a great call by the ref. Yeah, great no call. That that official, he about threw the flag. He's like, oh, dear, what's the point here? 251. And as you said, that was not pass interference. That was not even close. So he thought better of it. And, hey, that's, you know, uh, good, you know. That's evened out tonight. We know Coach Vinsel, understandably so, was pretty hot about one call earlier on an interception that obviously turned out not to matter. But it evened out. We had several penalties on both sides, so it, that, that wasn't anything of an issue. 
Third down, 10. Now hands off Owens again. Goes across on the far side. Still on his feet into uh, Greyhound territory as he gets over the 40. They're going to mark him down at about the 39-yard line of Windsor. Two minutes and 12 seconds left to play. Uh Uh-oh, we got an injured Windsor player back here at about the 45, looks like. Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Just got rolled up, trying to go after Owens on that last play. and Well, again, you're talking about JV and some of these young kids yeah. who are not used to playing or getting right. that way. So right. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile. At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. And welcome back to uh, Greyhounds and Windsor, Missouri. The 26 of uh, the Windsor um, was the one uh, that uh, was injured. He is fine. He walked off. Yeah, Levi Williams there, freshman. Good to see the young man up all right under his own power. And, and you alluded to it, Doug, before the break. You know, sometimes it is a question of safety, you know, because Wellnap still has their varsity out there. And uh, Windsor with all JV defense, so you do run into that sometimes uh, going against older kids. Owens once again with the ball. He is still on his feet across the 20, the 10. He's going to head for the end zone. Touchdown, the Tigers. Yeah, and again, that's misleading. I mean, that was a nice run, but, I mean, that's against the JVD. So uh, I'm still going to put it down as a shutout. But, you know, Owens gets his touchdown uh, there at the end, and, and that'll make him feel good, I'm sure. It is a minute 24 left to play in this game. Two-point conversion heading your way. That will make the 12 to 48. 36-point difference so far. Well, this will close the running clock if they can make this two-point conversion. 35 points. Should get us under, still probably going to be under a minute, though, left. So it'll be, if it is, it'll have seconds on the clock. Kick is up. Kick is good. That's a good kick. And under a minute left to play. Now they're still rolling it. That's We're still at 35 points. Yeah, so I guess 35. Yeah, that was an extra point. So, so uh, it is under a minute left to play in this ball game. And Windsor with it well in hand. Looking at going 6-0 and on the season. Here as the... Uh, Tigers, well, they'll be going to a 2-2 two and two for their uh, for their season. Two losses in a row, though, to Cole Camp and Windsor. Yeah, and Windsor will get uh, that Cole Camp team, of course, next week up at Cole Camp. And obviously, you know, going to be another situation like tonight. Windsor going to be obviously heavily favored in that game. and But you've got to go out and just play like you did tonight. The Greyhounds took care of business, and they racked up 48 points. Well, that's going to end it. That is your final. It is the Windsor Greyhounds 48 and the Wellington Napoleon Tigers 13. So back in studio, 
Well, we'll take a two-minute timeout. We'll come back, wrap it all up from right here in Windsor, Missouri on 95.3 KDKD. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Story time is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs. Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. And welcome back. It is 48-13, your final score in favor of the Windsor Greyhounds. Greyhounds go to 6-0 and on the season. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, Spence, what do you take from this game? Boy, the offensive onslaught continued, I think, uh, right there in a nutshell. 48 points on the board. They hit their average uh, six touchdowns tonight for Dalton Witherspoon. One of those was receiving. Uh, the rest were rushing. He had the scoop and score 97-yard return there at the end of the game. I mean, just crazy numbers. I mean, this is what we say in the business, video game numbers. Uh, I mean, it's like you couldn't have this many stats if you were playing Madden, you know. And quite honestly, you know, Dalton Witherspoon's the kind of player, you know how uh, kids that used to play Madden will appreciate this, but you would, you know, how you'd go in and create a player. Right. Uh, I would create... Dalton Witherspoon. I mean, I would uh, everything uh, you'd put in there. He'd be the ninety-six percent Raider on Madden. I mean, he'd he'd be like Patrick Mahomes on Madden, where he's good at everything. So uh, just unbelievable. And then you have Dylan Witherspoon, of course, uh, passes for that one touchdown, and then has that quarterback keeper around the edge as well. You have him rumble for uh, twenty-nine yards on a touchdown. Windsor turned him over tonight, Doug, five times. Yeah, uh, they recovered three fumbles. And basically they pitch a shutout, again, on defense. That touchdown basically blocked that out because that was against the JV defense. Yeah, it's on the board, but uh, the varsity only gave up six, and that was a pick six. They did not allow an offensive touchdown again tonight. The varsity defense for Windsor, again, lights out. And that was down 
a defensive lineman. That was down Corbin Terry as well. You were down three starters from and three the whole starters, team. Yes. Um, yeah, and Cole Hess, another yeah. one of their definite defensive stars. Yes. Uh, not uh, in the game here tonight. So, man, I tell you what, you got a couple of them. Of course, you had one that uh, an offensive star, uh, one of the wide receivers that was out. So it's just you do what you do. But man, I tell you what, the uh, Greyhounds marching towards jeff city or columbia they they are uh looking towards it let's say don't a little early but hey six and oh again uh, back-to-back six and oh starts but we are you're right we're approaching playoff time and it's time to start kicking it into high gear and playing your best football three more regular season games left to play on the schedule next week you are going to be, I think, by yourself be and solo. over in Cole Camp and home of the Bluebirds. Yep, headed to, over to Cole Camp and uh, get to see my old pal over there, the principal, Brandon Harding. I'm sure he's not looking forward to me being there or uh, having to play Windsor, which who would right now? I mean, my gosh, uh, uh, it's a double-edged sword. It's like we want to play our best game and try to upset them, but we know it's so hard to beat them. And it, it, this team right now playing some exceptional football. Well, and another that you're not looking forward to playing, that's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's going to be Sunday. Uh, coming in off of a two losses in a row, and, man, I'll tell you, it's uh, going to be one of those things. It's going to be a heck of a game in Philadelphia, and I think the Chiefs are, at this point, going to say it's time to right the ship, and they're going to be doing it Sunday on 104.9 The Rock. Interesting storyline there. Of course, Andy Reid going back to Philadelphia, where he was longtime head coach. But, yeah, that, that's really a must-win game for the Chiefs. Have not played very well at all the last two weeks, but I think they feel like, look, you cut out the mistakes, and that's what's beating them right now. I mean, they're beating themselves. So, uh, the, yeah, that's a game they're going to have to win, and, and it's not going to be easy. Clinton Cardinal football, Monday. Monday night football. Monday night football, uh, 5.30 from Excelsior Springs. Not for sure yet. We've discussed who's going to be yeah. there. Um, we know Clay Radford was definitely going to be there. Two people will be there, yeah. for sure. We know that. So it's going to be a great night, great time. Man, it has been a tremendous night. Always enjoyed it. Got to do two weeks or two games in a, in a week with you yes. this week up at uh, Oak Grove and here. And it is 48-13, your final from Windsor, Missouri for uh, Spencer Edwards and, of course, the Fry Daddy, Brian, back in studio Doing a great job back there. We could not do what we do without him. He does a tremendous job. This is Doug Neff saying thank you very much. We'll see you Monday night on 95.3 KDKD.